Welcome to DC TV Classics, your home for the history of DC on TV. I'm your host, Keith Chow. Joining me once again, Mr. Adam Starcaster. Yay! Uh, we're continuing our little sub-series going through every single DC film ever made. Last episode, we talked about... Mole Men. Uh, Superman and the Mole Men, which is part, of course, starring George Reeves, went on to become The Adventures of Superman, the classic Superman television series from the 50s. And apparently uh, a silent pitch for the Spectre, which never happened. Right. We, 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 figured, we figured out it was actually a Spectre origin story on the sly. Now, that was the 50s. We've now graduated to the 1960s, of course. We talked about Superman. Of course, we're going to talk about Batman. This is the 80th anniversary of Batman. So just like Superman, we're, we're doing a Batman movie that's related to the classic television series. This is Batman the Movie. From 1966, it premiered in between seasons one and two of Batman, the television series on ABC. So when was the last time you watched this Batman movie, Adam? Probably 1989. Wow, it's been 30 years yeah. since you've seen this. Were you a big fan? Of, I know last time you said that you were a Marvel guy that graduated to DC because yeah. of Batman, the animated series. True. Uh, uh, were you yeah. a fan of the uh, Adam West? Yeah, I was, stuff? I was a fan of the Adam West Batman Definitely liked Eartha Kitt as Catwoman more than I should have. <laughs> she, she's what let you know you were a man. Uh, she just let me down a, a stray path. A stray cat path? <laughs> yeah, a stray would. cat path. I tried. I tried that one. <laughs> what, what were, what's your memories? Of, I mean, we established last week that you're 75 years old. So were you a kid during? Uh... Yeah, I was a kid. <laughs> no, but really, did you watch the uh, the reruns and like as, as I a mostly child, watched reruns was... and you know I I was a Nick at Night kid, so I grew up. A lot of stuff I shouldn't have. And, uh, you know, Batman, I don't remember all the episodes. I do sure. remember Sandman being one of my favorite villains in the series. Wait, Sandman was a bad guy on Batman? Yeah. Not Sandman. Um, oh, what did they call him? He was the, the pharaoh-looking character. King Tut. King Tut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, always, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I always thought he was Sandman or <laughs> the pharaoh or whatever right, they right. called no, him. No, no, King Tut. King Tut, yeah. Yeah, classic and he was one of those that's only from the TV show. That's right. And it, it, there was that great episode with him versus Mr. Freeze. Wait, was Mr. Freeze on the show? There's only one episode. Because I know, at least that, in my memory, if I'm free, I remember this wrong, bad fans, sure, forgive me. That's I just, fine. I have this vague. But memory. you know, I know, I remember that some of the villains, like I think there was a Two Face, but they never either. He was on one episode, or they never like he was too gruesome for the, the show right. back then. So they did a false face, which was like a guy right. with a clear plastic mask. Like a Phantom of the Opera-looking character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember him. So one of my favorite characters was Egghead, played by Vincent Price. Just for the sheer ridiculousness of that character, right? Like everything was an egg pun. He Do you think that's where uh, the look of Ray Al Ghul came from? Do you think so? Did he, I mean, I guess he predated Ra's al Ghul because yeah. like, Danny O'Neill created him in the 70s. Yeah. Egghead, of course, was the 60s. So yeah, so we're going we're gonna to actually sit down and re-watch the 1966 Batman movie. Uh, for the first time, and for for Adam, for the first time in thirty years. Yeah, it's been a long time. I believe I probably watched this maybe a few years ago. It's been a long time, clearly because we can't remember anything at all, at all. But I, you know, I will say that I was a huge fan growing up of the old Adam West. I used to, it's the same. I used to watch it like rerun syndicated on TV as a kid. You know, the thing is, they, there was never merchandise for it when I was growing up because there was never any Batman mer- merchandise from the '60s stuff since the 60s because there was this whole wall of separation between Warner Brothers and Fox. And for those of you not in the know, the Batman Adam West stuff was actually owned by Fox and not Warner Brothers. It was licensed out to Fox back in the 60s. And they finally cut a deal in the the late 2000s 
to have. That's why like you saw this influx of Batman 60s merchandise over the last few years, which is also funny because I know I remember as a kid, like I was 12 when the Tim Burton movie came out. And there's this whole like era where people were embarrassed by the Adam West Batman. It was like, what's my wrong Batman, with dark you? and gritty, you know, like there was this kind of like. There could be a goofy Batman. Right. I mean, now we, we, we're comfortable enough in thinking that there... I mean, there is Lego Batman. Yeah. But don't you remember? Like, there was a time where yeah, people were like, that. no, it's you like, know, no. they're embarrassed by campus. Yeah. There was that whole Tim Burton fandom that was like, my Batman's dark and gritty, and it's not... It's the Frank Miller Batman. It's the Tim Burton Batman, and, and this, like, day-glow, neon-colored... Uh, in fact, the Schumacher movies are geared yeah. more towards like if you if you watch them in the in the lens of like they're just remaking the '60s stuff, it, they're not as bad, right? As, Although I I still prefer the Burton verse. They're still pretty bad movies. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. Well, we'll, we'll get to them eventually. But, Visually, they were interesting. Yeah, I mean, and you know, there's there can be a, an argument, and we'll get to it when we get to the Tim Burton Batman movies one day. That even Tim Burton's Batman is kind of like a sly nod to the '60s Batman. There is some, yeah. I mean, Jack especially with Jack Nicholson, Caesar Romero. There's a lot of like Dutch angles in the, especially with his places. little French hat. And yeah. <laughs> there's a few of those in there. Too bad Caesar Romero didn't make an appearance in that. I always thought he might. Was he alive in '89? Uh, I'm not sure. He may not have. Been. May not have been. At least in portrait, when they had all the paintings and that. Oh, there could have been. Yeah, there could, there could have been like little cameos, or like just having him singing Puccini or something like that. Would be the background, which It'd be a great. classic. Uh, Cesar Romero Joker thing. So yeah, so we're going to sit down. We're going to watch Batman the movie. Uh, if you want to follow along, we're going to tell you when we hit play. But please remember to follow us on Twitter at DCTV Classics. And you can uh, tweet at us if, if we forget anything. If there's any classic Batman 60s memories that you hold dear, you can share those with us as well. But uh, yeah, it's going to be the first time that I've seen this. I think I, the last time, honestly, the last time I watched it was when Adam West passed away. So I was like, oh, let me pop this in right. and give it a rewatch. The, the, the most iconic Batman scene is when he's running around with the bomb over his head. And so, the next would be the shark on the leg. And the shark on the leg. Exactly. So the, those are those are two things. Those are my fond memories. From Batman, the movie. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to sit down. We're going to watch the 60s Batman film talking about it. Uh, so I'm hitting play on the Blu-ray right now. So you should hit play. So who played Catwoman in this one? This one is the classic Catwoman is Julie Newmar. Julie, okay. Uh, she was Catwoman in the first season of Batman. Uh, she did not reprise the role for the movie. That was played by Lee Merriweather. Um, and then Eartha Kitt plays her, I think, in the third season. In the third of season. Batman. So like, yeah, even back then they were already recasting um, actors for, for these roles. So yeah, Lee Merriweather plays Catwoman. It was very confusing as a child thinking that Catwoman had the ability to shape shift into different women. <laughs> she was a sexy. scroll, clearly. Was, <laughs> there was a scroll in there. There's uh, a bloody scroll here. So, so starting off with the 20th Century Fox fanfare, so you know right off the bat this is not uh, a Warner Brothers production. Also iconic from these Batman movies yes. is the Nelson Riddle score. Everyone remembers uh, the na 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 Granny. Exactly. Sorry. Uh, because, of course, Adam. Adam yes. Podcaster. I have to be pun-oriented. You're so punny. Um, so, whoa. Hey, that's, that's hey, a kid's kissing. movie. Hey, there's kissing. This well, is a kid's movie. This is, uh, wasn't this film famous for the the, the cameos that were in Windows throughout well, I, the I think film. that Batman 60s... So, um, if anybody was, knows who was kissing who, was that Warren Beatty and his wife? I have no I idea. I doubt that, because <laughs> they weren't that old. This is a pretty cool opening. It's, it's a cool so opening. There's, there's a green like, hornet running through the alleyway. There's, um, 
<laughs> even though he's not colored to... spotlight uh, roaming through the alleys of of Gotham City, and we saw Adam West, and here's Burt Ward uh, in a yellow. Burt Ward spotlight. being being the yellow bellied Robin <laughs> with the yellow. Uh, I think now we're going to get the Rogues Gallery, uh, the Catwoman. That's wow. Lee Merriweather gets third billing, and she's not even on the show. That's great. Uh, oh well, Caesar Romero gets fourth billing. Which is crazy. He should be first. Burgess Meredith, Oscar Oscar nominated Burgess Meredith. He's the only Oscar nominated actor from uh, this original Batman movie. Frank Gorshin. Not he wasn't nominated for this movie. Right. Just let me get it. Um, so who did Alan Napier play in this? Alan Napier is um, uh, Commissioner Gordon. I think. I was wondering if he was the commissioner. Yeah. yeah. He's not Jack Napier. That would be the Joker. <laughs> and, um, that would be also confusing. Yeah, Nelson Riddle does, does the music. Of course, Nelson Riddle most famous for being uh, uh, the composer who worked with uh, 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 Frank Sinatra. Uh, that would have been great, a Frank Sinatra, if there was a Frank Sinatra Batman song. That would be really cool. It, was there any other uh, cast changes during the production of the, the series of Batman, the three seasons? Um, Frank Gorshin. He he was Riddler in the beginning, and then he was replaced by um, John Astin, who was famously... Uh, uh, Morticia, no, not Morticia Adams, but uh, Gomez Adams. Gomez Adams. The Adams I was wondering if Gomez was play, He plays the, the Riddler in the third season. In fact, there was a, an episode of DC TV Classics where we talk about all the iconic recasts in DC TV shows because you have uh, uh, the Catwoman being replaced. Right. You have Riddler being replaced. And what I love is that like, no one talks about it. It's just like, oh, now I look like Gomez Adams. We have like <laughs> the opening for Lonely Island going here. Oh, wait. Oh, so yeah. So now the movie, the 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 credit sequence is over. We have a couple I, of quick cuts. We see. Uh, is that San Francisco? I felt like playing uh, the Full House theme there. For no, me. this is this is Gotham City. We have. Damn uh, you, Aunt Becky. <laughs> Poor Aunt Becky. No, we have the Dick and Bruce. Uh, they were just coming back from a, a drive. There's a lot of quick cutting in the beginning of this movie. Wow, man. I feel like I'm watching a modern action film. Is that no? <laughs> you, you would think oh, it's already. We're not even two minutes into the movie, and like, we have the bat poles. And uh, maybe the red phone did not even ring. Batman and Robin were already. Are they going to hit that switch on the way down? Yes, they did. Let me make sure I have the captions on because I can't. I don't know what's happening. The narrator is talking. And I don't know what he's saying. Who um, is the narrator? The Who narrator is this just mysterious. An, he's just guy. an omniscient. Uh, he's he's the watcher. He's Stan Lee is the narrator. He's um, the monitor. Turbines engine. <laughs> So, where would you rank the George Bears Batmobile in all-time greatest Batmobiles? Uh, probably my third fave. Third favorite? Yeah. Interesting. What's number I, What's number one? Number one is Tim Burton. Animated. Oh, <laughs> Animated gotcha. Batmobile was amazing. Animate, the, the original animated Batmobile. Yeah, the original animated Batmobile from was beautiful. 92. Hey, the Batcopter. This is the first and only time... They use the Batcopter. They use the Batcopter because um, on the TV show... There just wasn't a budget for our Batcopter. Right. <laughs> and also, it's, isn't this the same one they use in Annie? Oh, maybe. Annie the movie? <laughs> maybe. Maybe they, they, they took it out of storage 20 years later. It's like, hey, we, we have this. Oh, I think that's a real chopper. Yeah, no, it's definitely a real helicopter. Did Adam West really fly I don't think that's helicopter? really Adam West or Burt Ward. Oh, oh. That's Adam West, but I don't think that's Who is Adam that? West. <laughs> I'm curious. So, so number one is the original Bruce Tim Batmobile. Right. Number two is Tim Burton's Batmobile? Uh, no. So, yeah, I'll go with that. Tim Burton. The, the Tim Burton. Yeah. Batmobile. What's your least favorite Batmobile? Anything after. <laughs> Anything after. All of them after. Yeah, I you know. I, I didn't. Batman, 
begins and all those films. You didn't like the Tumblr? I didn't like the Tumblr as a Batmobile. I liked it as like the Bat Tank. A Bat Tank? Fine. Yeah, right, right, right. Like a Frank Miller Bat Tank. Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll take that back. The, the Lego Batman movie, Batmobile, is awesome. I don't really remember it, honestly. <laughs> it's not <a laughs> I know it transforms a couple of times. Uh, I, Just because it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is pretty ridiculous. Um, that's the other th- interesting thing about, and we're not even watching the movie. I apologize, but that's clearly not we Robin. Are. That's clearly not Burt Ward. Uh, that dude that's, is like sixty-five years old in the uh, in the wide shot of the Batcopter. Well, I mean, but, it's it's him now. He's <laughs> he's traveling back in time. Exactly, it's like future <laughs> Burt Ward. Um, but uh, the interesting thing about the Batmobile is that, like, we think of the Batmobile as this iconic vehicle, but you can't really nail down what is "quote unquote" the Batmobile. Right, right. Like, it, there's been so like the comics. You have like the old like Ford with the giant bat face on the on the front. You right. know, like you have the the, the sleeker you know uh, Tim Burton esque ones. Like there isn't one iconic Batmobile necessarily. Like everyone has their favorites. Yeah, but I mean, if you were to say draw the Batmobile, every, there would be like twenty different. You have versions. to go back in time. Like Batman Returns was amazing too with the Batmobile and how with they the bat modified miss- it. Where 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 the side split, split off yeah. and it turns into the Bat Missile. Was so convenient. I had that <laughs> toy, by the way. Yes. Um, so I think, yeah, that's, that's what's interesting about the Batmobile is that, like, if you you could tell twenty people in a room and say, "Draw your favorite Batmobile," and you'd have twenty different Batmobiles. That's there true. isn't like one Batmobile. Um, but I. But that said, I think for a lot of people, the one Batmobile is the George Bears Batmobile yeah, from the sixties, just sure. because that's the one. I think. Like you may have a that's couple we just grew up one, on because it's the one you grew right. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's which one did you grow up on? And it was the closest to the comic book at the time too, right? So did it look like that in the comics in the sixties? Probably. And that's the thing too with the comics is the comics tend to draw their Batmobiles similar to however the Batmobile looks in the whatever the popular media is at the time. So right. like in the late eighties, early nineties, it was very much. I mean, you could even say that the the Bruce Tim one comes is, that famous scene. The Bruce Tim one is kind of like Burton inspired with like right. the long no- like nose and um, not exactly. Yes, we have. Do we even know what Batman and Robin are doing? They they they're, do we they're know adjusting why? their bat drift. But do we know why <laughs> they're like coming to this? I mean, I'm assuming the it's rogues. Like Batman's version of a midrift. I'm assuming the rogues are on this boat, but do we don't even know why they're going to the boat. We don't know why. So we we totally like, missed that. It's just did we miss it or did they just know. not say it? Is are we just starting in media? It's res just here? an action-oriented scene. I mean, this is very... They, they found like, out Bill Shatner is on the boat, and they're, they're trying to invade. Well, I, I was going to say, though, this is very, like... And it's an illusion. James Bond-esque um, in terms of, like... Oh, oh, well, Batman What got, happened to the boat? Got, it disappeared. It vanished. And oh, God, there's the shark. Like, I forgot how by realistic the shark By the way, there's the two different looked. sharks on this, and that shark is peeing all over the place. I forgot how realistic the sharks looked on uh, this movie. Oh, there's the second shark. Were there two Let, different sharks? Yeah, two different sharks. One was blue and one was gray. Both of them are super realistic. <laughs> um, this the, this this is where the baby shark song originated. <laughs> Bad shark repellent. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. That's our next video. We're gonna do the baby shark. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do the bat shark. Bat shark repellent song. You know, if we if we did a bat shark repellent song and put it on YouTube, we would be millionaires. You know, I'm thinking back to the, the big Batman crossovers with all the weird Batman that they'd be coming out in the comic books. Like <laughs> He's those. punching the. You're supposed <laughs> to punch the shark in the nose. We Batman. Should do a king shark. Batman. You should be smarter than that. Like Batman is literally punching the shark in the stomach. 
It's um, like, and the shark is pretty much you dead. fiend. It's pretty much a dead shark already. Look at the it. shark <laughs> is just flailing helplessly. Even, the poor shark is not even alive. And all these cuts in between, and Robin showing his acrobatics for the first time that I've ever. That's noticed. pretty cool. Yeah, I don't even remember his trapeze. Is Dick poser. Grayson a a, uh, a trapeze artist in this in this version of Batman? I don't know. That don't makes know me they, wonder if that's where I they got the did, idea. Did they ever reference that Thomas and Martha were murdered in this version of Batman? I have no idea. Because, like... I don't even think they had Thomas and Martha. And, <laughs> Why did and the, the shark, shark explode? explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting bleeped out. Yeah, you're going to get Sorry. bleeped out again. Um, that was... I forgot the shark exploded. So, yeah, <laughs> shark repellent is not safe or peta-safe. <laughs> just letting everyone know. Uh, so that was crazy. Um, <laughs> so what, what we were just talking about with the shark exploding <laughs> no. just totally... Threw us off our I game. Threw an F bomb. Sorry, everybody. Then, yeah. We don't have the explicit rating for this podcast, Adam Podcaster. So we don't know why they were following this boat, other than not at all to be attacked. Please, by no more questions about that ship. What uh, the ship that we have questions about? Why were you following it in the exploding shark? Um, because it was one of the. Oh, so we were saying the, the, the Batman's like origin story. Did they ever touch on Thomas and Martha? In the show at all. And, I, actually, that would be a good question for the Art Rogues Gallery on. Because he's the got like a, you know, this this has Alfred and Aunt Harriet, so he already has right. like a mother and father figure raising him. That's true. In in Wayne Manor, so it's almost like. But it, even my question with this was: wasn't Alfred also introduced to the show as kind of like a private investigator, same as the comic book, and then on. Well, all I remember of Alfred on the 60s show is that he would occasionally don the cowl and, drive and pretend to be Batman. Which I always thought was funny. <laughs> so is this Russian lady supposed to be Selena? I'm curious. Because like, I think that's Lee Merriweather. Maybe that's one of the reasons they recast because it was like Julie Newmar is too uh, obvious. obvious to to do this. Like there's like way too many close-ups I on this. I can't tell. If, I guess that's her. On this lady in a cat costume. <laughs> she reminds me of uh, the Red Claw. The very first uh, the Batman the Animated Series yeah. episode. Which I actually the, was not character. the first uh, produced episode, but it was the first one they aired on Fox at the that's time. That's right. If you get the Blu-rays, it's actually like the fourth episode. It's really good. Do you know why they did that? Do you know why they started with the Legend of the Red Claw, right? No. This was right after Batman Returns came out. And it was that's, like, well, let's true. do the Catwoman episode first, since everyone knows Catwoman from the movie. So let's reintroduce her. Let's reintroduce Because the very first episode, in, the very first produced she's episode amazing looking. is the uh, the Man Bat episode. That's right. The Man Bat was... And then Christmas with the Joker. That blew my mind. Christmas with the Joker that. is the second one. But in, in airing order, it started off with the two-parter Legend of the Red Claw. That's how that's how interesting the Batman sixty six movie is right now is that we're talking about, about Batman the stuff. animated series and not paying attention to the movie that we're watching. What what's your take on um on the sixties Commissioner Gordon? He's he's kind of like the uh, ineffectual version of the commissioner where all he does is dial the phone to call Batman. He's useless. Well, this was even before the bat signal, right? So yeah, I don't think they have a bat signal at this point in time. It. I guess Michael Keaton really made the bat signal <laughs> quite famous in the films, right? Uh, but well, in the I comic mean, books, there was, it was probably prominent. the bat signal yeah. in the comics like forever. But I don't know about. Uh, I don't know. I why like that they they're reintroducing happen. all the villains. Well, this is just in case you had never never watched, watched the show. Yeah, because remember, this came out in between seasons. Uh, this was almost like um, 
the the studio Gosh, went in. and the Catwoman. Which that's end of status report. Do you think, is that Julie Newmar in the photo? I was wondering. Maybe. <laughs> she had plastic surgery. Was this, uh, you know, introducing the, the the days of plastic surgery beginning? <laughs> <laughs> so, are you saying they're giving her a reason why she looks different? Yes. Uh, but yeah, so this version of Gordon is kind of. I mean, Pat Hingle's Tim Burton version of Gordon is similar. The shark like, was pulling his leg. It all adds up to a sinister riddle. So this is the portion of the this podcast is why where Adam that just we can not captions. come to any conclusion in our lives because we come up with these senseless conspiracy theories based off of '60s Batman. So yeah, what what is your conspiracy theory? A shark pulling the leg. I was just saying they're referencing this conspiracy theory style setup. While Keith is playing with his phone. Well, I'm trying to figure out what about this chemistry group because I think I was wrong. Neil Hamilton is is not. It's not Alan Napier. Alan Napier is somebody else. Who is Alan Napier? It sounds really familiar. Batman almost bounced off the door there. Oh, Alan Napier is is. Oh, I'm sorry, all you Bat fans. Alan Napier is uh, Alfred. So I was wrong. So I knew that you did know that. So maybe no, you didn't. Maybe not. Yeah, Neil Hamilton. Maybe I'm I'm just saying that. Alan Napier is Alfred. That's why and, it yeah, this so is familiar. Clearly, this is clearly... The Batman. old Bendo Tavern. This is, uh, so we have the mysterious Russian lady in the uh, leopard print trench coat. I swear, did, did, was she like donating this outfit to uh, coming to America? <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so she's not... making her way through a bar brawl. <laughs> she's, um, she's a white African lady talking to a pirate. Oh, then, so the pirate just called her Catwoman. So we were right. That yes. was Catwoman, as if it wasn't obvious <laughs> enough. Um, I like that they have a squid with a smiley face. Hey, there's the Joker. The best Joker. Is he the best Joker? Let's ra- Now that we've ranked our Batmobiles, let's rank our Jokers. Well, Mark, you know, Mark, Mark Hamill's got obviously Joker. the best vocally So Joker, clearly you have But a, you can tell he pulls from Caesar. Yeah, and you definitely have a, a animated series bias when it comes I to I do. I, I have a lot of love for the animated series. So, uh, and, so uh, and see, you know, he, Cesar Romero pulling out his his shocking joy buzzers, which is something that really inspired Mark with his. So, mm-hmm. and them totally torturing a cat in this episode. Wow! Oh shoot! We're back after that slight interruption from our police phone. Uh, it was the Batman. <laughs> That's the thing about live episodes, man, because I, I, I can't just edit that out because it's going to screw up people's timestamps on, yeah. on the movie. So you just got to do we'll a better job We'll just keep rolling covering. with it. You got to do a better job covering for me, Adam. We had to run a mission. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you start with Mark Hamill. What was your number two? Oh, Cesar. Cesar Romero? Cesar Romero is still probably my favorite performance actor for Where does, The Joker. Uh, He's goofy. He's not too terrifying. He has a dull look on his face most of the time. He's got a mustache painted white. And he's not a white dude. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's a person of color playing the Joker, which is... Which was you know, and that's what's interesting about the 60s Batman, right? Like, if you think about Cesar Romero, who's, who's a Latino, I think. He's yep. Cuban. He's um, a mix, yeah. Is he mixed? Yeah. Um, and you had Eartha Kitt portraying Eartha Catwoman. Um, and, you know, people get up in arms about race casting nowadays but it's like they've been doing it since the beginning of yeah i mean the, the genre do they ever have a crossover over with uh, josie and the pussycats 
It just seems like no, but they know. did have a Green Hornet crossover where Green Bruce Hornet Lee crossover. kicked Robin's ass. That was amazing. Uh, ass is okay to say. You just can't drop the f bomb. Oh, it's like whatever whatever words you can say in a PG thirteen movie is okay. Fine. Wait, they say the f word in PG thirteen. You get one. I get one. Okay. <laughs> you get one. You get the the, okay. the Wolverine one in uh, first class. That and you maintain your PG thirteen. Appreciate movie. you putting me in first class. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so Mark Hamill, Cesar Romero. Oh, does he have the painted mustache in this movie? Yeah, he does. Cesar Romero, like he had a hard time keeping the mustache <laughs> off. Yeah, it's very. You know what I love is that in the uh, Mattel came up with some uh, Batman '60s action figures a couple years ago, and their uh, Cesar Romero Joker figure has had the mustache. You can see the mustache yeah, that's in awesome. the paint job. That's amazing. Who's number three? My number three favorite Joker, yeah, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, why Jack Nicholson? So. You, there's definitely a version of the Joker that you prefer. Well, I like. mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't been unhappy with any of the Joker casting so far, especially even, when context. Not even Jared Leto? I thought Jared Leto was, was Jason Todd the whole time, so I, well, yeah, I, I kind yeah. of had this we'll, bias. We'll uncover, we'll uncover that ridiculous yeah. fan theory by the time we get to Suicide Squad. But, uh, you know, if I have to say, if estimating, probably my, my next favorite Joker is coming up. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin I mean, the character in the comics in the 90s constantly looked like Joaquin all the way through the early 2000s, so it's there's, nice seeing... There's one name that you've left off the list, which is I find very fascinating. Why? Is there a reason you don't like Heath Ledger's bat, uh, Joker from The Dark Knight? It breaks my heart. Uh, yeah. He, he was an amazing Joker. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I, he was a very different Joker. Sure. Which is... Maybe he is at the top of my list before Even Nicholson. Mark Hamill? Yeah. Oh, before Nick Nicholson. Mark Hamill is um, number one. In terms of Joker, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's such a sensitive one for me. I'm emotional. Yeah. Heath Ledger just blew my mind with his role as a Joker I never expected to like. Right. That's that's one of those things. Like, I can't even put it on a pedestal with the others. Sure. Right. It right, is right. its own. It's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I will say this, and we'll we'll dive more deeply into this topic when we get to The Dark Knight, but I think what's transcendent about his joker is also what's and like it's heartbreaking yesterday he died before like you know the movie came out and everything but it also I, I feel like it's also tarnished the legacy what's tarnished the legacy of the joker is that like it was just too good it was too good but also like the online fandom that it created like the, the, you can the, the you crazy can, people you who can trace to mimic him. people who right exactly the, which like, was the other reason why i didn't bring it up right that like the nihilistic we just want to watch the world burn the joker's secretly the hero of the dark knight trilogy like that right. fandom is is a direct result of that as well and you can't well, put you that know, on right. the character or the actor it's right. all it's the crazies who who took it's it the crazies it. But especially you know the, the shooting all of that stuff right with the dark knight rises after. and everything so they, there's a lot of stuff to unpack which we'll unpack when we get to the nolan movies which at this rate will be in the year 2025 uh, right now we're watching batman more more 66. than one thing you know i can definitely tell the 60s batman pushed more people to punch each other than <laughs> any other uh, franchise next to the three stooges well there's a uh, at least there is the the title cards that pop up on screen when they right. do punch each other but you know the term pal that's a beautiful the kisser, right? That it is, is a such a cool Batmobile. car. Uh, I, I mentioned the Mattel action figure line. I actually have the six inch scale Batmobile that was released for that line. And oh god, here's a, the uh, bad boat. Bat boat, which was actually it looks like a Hot Wheels boat. Well, with the that flame boat, on the side, but that's a the Bat boat again. I think only makes this appearance. This appearance. You never see the Bat Boat on the show. And again, that is not Burt Ward. <laughs> 
that's like a middle age. That's future Burt Ward gone back in time. Is that uh, the fall guy? Maybe that's Lee. Uh, what's his name? Lee. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, I don't remember anybody. I was a kid because he was a was a stuntman. Yes, he was. So Six million I million guarantee you, that's him. <laughs> and that's a back, we'll that's a crowd. back screen projection, and not Burt Ward and Adam West driving a boat. Um, they could have been spraying water with you know spritz bottles, but you know spritz bottles would have saved the day. <laughs> uh, just to make it look more realistic. Yeah. But you know, going back to the the best jokers, we we've neglected the other villains in the rogues gallery yeah. when we're talking about the Joker. Who's uh, your favorite penguin? My yeah. favorite penguin, <laughs> I have to admit, I have a sort soft spot for Danny DeVito. Yeah. Uh crazy Even though. like insane take on the penguin in Batman Returns. Um but he Hey, was, speaking of penguin, there's this penguin submarine. Yeah. You know what? One thing about that penguin take though that I really did like was that he was vicious. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, but I. But he was I'm, also kind of vicious on the show. He just was less. He was more mobster. Yeah, well, I, I, I prefer the, the mobster style. I like. To be honest, my my new favorite penguin is Gotham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't like that show. <laughs> Have you watched it, Keith? I, Keith will admit that he hasn't watched. I it. I watched season one. Okay, you did watch season. I one. watched all of season one, uh, and I've dipped in and out of like subsequent seasons, and it's bonkers. It I'll is. give it that. Of a, a, a world where Bruce Wayne is never really. <laughs> Batman. Well, yeah, clearly the final season they were trying to set up that he becomes Batman, but like everyone it's is so established bad. by the time he's Batman. But all the other characters' origins are fun. I, you know, here's my Solomon thing. Grundy was actually right. amazing looking, and you know, my credits the actor. I never saw that coming. I, here's here's my take on Gotham. You know how Smallville was on the air for ten seasons, right? And you never saw Tom Willing yeah. in the bat in the Superman suit until the like the last, last episode. But not even the last episode. The last five seconds of the last yeah. episode, he rips the shirt and he's got the S underneath. I have a feeling that the final episode of Gotham will do the same thing. No, 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 no. I'm no. not even talking about Bruce. Ben McKenzie grows a mustache for the last five seconds uh, yeah. of the show. And he becomes commissioner. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to be the way they roll. This is the last season, right? Yeah, it's the final season. But you know what I'm saying? Like my issue is that Ben Mendel- Ben not Ben Mendelson Ben McKenzie can't grow freaking facial hair. It's not Commissioner Gordon if he right. doesn't have a mustache. Although that said, '60s Commissioner Gordon but, does not have a mustache. You know, another thing I have about Gotham compared to this is like they set Commissioner Gordon up to set all the femme fatales because he slept with them all, <laughs> and it's just like. Jeez, Jim! Like you just ruin everything because like he's with Barbara Keene in the first season. Keep she it goes, in your pants. She goes insane and becomes like a supervillain. Yeah, she's the, a cool supervillain too. Then, then he's with um, Leslie uh, Leslie Tompkins, Tompkins who's yeah. like an old lady in the comic books, but she's Marina Baccarin in the show, and she's so hot. She's very hot. She's like yeah, hot Leslie Tompkins, I, which is super weird. Because, in, again, in the nicest way, you're a very lovely person. I know you you listen <laughs> to these posts. So. Yeah, Marina Baccarin is a huge. You're amazing. Of DC TV classics. But yeah, she's Deadpool would be nothing without you. She's she's like sexy Leslie Tompkins, which is like Leslie. Tom- it's you know it's kind of like what they did with Marissa Tomei. As yeah, Aunt that's May. true. Because Leslie Tompkins in the comics is always portrayed as like this seventy year old lady. They should um, totally do a superhero duo film. Was that Leslie Tompkins and Marissa Tomei? <laughs> oh, just cast Marissa Tomei as Leslie Tompkins. She just plays all of the old people. No, I just know? mean have them to team up as oh, superheroes. And, uh, and, like, but it's yeah. Marina Baccarin and Marissa yeah. Tomei. Yeah. I would pay money. But yeah, sure. so I, I, you know, that's the thing about the penguin. There haven't, there's only been three incarnations, right? That's there's right. Burgess Meredith, there's Danny DeVito, and then there's that's the guy right. in Gotham. So there's not a lot to choose from. Riddler, on the other hand, has multiple. Um, well, because yeah. you, you got Frank Gorshin and John Aston. John Aston, right? Then you have Jim Carrey. Like no one, 
and then the guy on Gotham again. Like that's the Was thing it, wasn't Jim Carrey like the best Joker we never had? I mean, he wasn't playing the Riddler. That's for sure. He was the Joker in that movie. He was basically well. So was the, here's the thing. So was Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, that's Tommy true. Lee Jones was also playing the Joker. That is a great, great <laughs> metaphor. Like everyone post Jack Nicholson Joker. I think that's why that's what was so refreshing about Heath Ledger. As the that's Joker. right. Well, he put the two together. Well, but that's the thing. Like everyone post Jack Nicholson was playing the Joker. That's right. And not playing Two Face. Not playing even even freaking um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like one-liners and puns that was horrible that's the joker that's not mr freeze i love arnold but yeah um yeah you know the tv show version of mr freeze could have been better but mr freeze is also on Gotham. like there is there a villain that's not on gotham they try to do all the villain origins I've seen and the they're all not that great for this season which looks dumb. horrid Looks dumb. No offense to the actors, but uh, Shane West is fine, I guess. But Shane West is not Bane. Who of all well, the people to cast? But Bane. here we go again. I mean, you know, if we want to talk about Nolan films, Bane wasn't really Bane anyway. So. Well, that that wasn't Bane as well. Again, the lucha. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Tom Hardy. Uh, I love Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy wasn't actually playing Bane. Meanwhile, we're again not watching the movie. I was waiting Batman for him to say infidel are, the whole time. <laughs> Batman and Robin are strapped to a buoy. Uh, in the middle of the ocean. Now there's a torpedo coming at them from the uh, Penguin submarine. Um, and it, are they going to get out of this death trap? Tune in next bat time, next bat channel. Oh, my God. They jammed the signal and made it self-explode. Uh, That's so, amazing. So who's your favorite Riddler? Ah, Do you have a favorite Riddler? I actually think the Gotham. The Gotham Riddler. The Gotham Riddler was perfectly cast. He's annoying I'm gonna, and fantastic. I'm going to one-up you. You know my favorite Riddler? Who's that? John Glover from the I, animated series. You're right. <laughs> Actually, I, w- I kind of wish John Glover would play the Riddler. Well, he's, a little, he's a little past his uh, prime as the Riddler. Bring him back for uh, Batman Beyond if they do a film. Oh, uh, maybe. John Glover famously played Lionel Luther. Lionel Luther, yeah. Uh, the real Lex. But he uh, he he voiced so like that was my favorite version of the Riddler. Like. The mad cackling Riddler. That's really fun. He's fun, but that's not like I always assumed the Riddler would be this cold, calculating, like, dark, meticulous, blocking like character. I want to get caught, but you can't catch me, so I'm going to leave all these clues. Like he's he's Kevin Spacey's character from Seven, right? Do you know what I mean? Like that's how I picture. I, I agree with that. A live that, action that Riddler. Good. You know, like I'm going to do all of these misdeeds. You're not going to catch me because I'm so smart. Because <laughs> the other thing that's like terrible about Jim Carrey's Riddler is that his clues were stupid. <laughs> they were totally predictable. Val Kilmer is like, that's a tennis ball. Like, what? <laughs> you know? Wait, um, really? So, it, yeah. Hey, look, look at it that water. It wasn't the uh, the best riddles. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could totally see the lining of the swimming pool in that shot. <laughs> it was amazing. So, if you were going to recast... And do the '66 style Batman, but with, in the same vein, but with modern day actors. With modern day actors. Ooh, this is a fun game. Who would you cast? Uh, huh. Well, I mean, it's kind of not fair, right? Will Arnett as Batman. That would be cool, right? Like, you just, it's basically a live action Lego Batman, is what you're talking. about. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, he could definitely play. But would you bring in modern characters on the show? Well, because we know you know Batgirl in this series was totally redheaded and right, very much aimed at sex appeal versus actually being a good Batgirl. Oh, what uh, is there <laughs> blasphemy on this podcast? Yes. You don't like Yvonne Craig's Batgirl? 
She was good, but way too, way too distracting. Well, you just, we can't speak for you and what's in your pants when you're watching the show, <laughs> but Yvonne Craig was like the ultimate. She's yes. probably still the best yeah, incarnation true. of Batgirl. Visually, she is great. She's iconically Batgirl. Um, who would you have her play, play as Batgirl now? Now, today? who Again, in the 60s vein or just Batgirl in general? 60s vein. Let's, 60s let's, vein. let's, let's, let's do a fan, fan casting. casting. Huh, oh, that's fan caster. My new name for the day. <laughs> Adam Fancaster. Uh, I'm just going to give you a different <laughs> name every episode. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Who? Here's the problem. is like I don't know like modern day actors. I guess. Uh, I'm an old guy. Would we put in the Green Hornet as a staple character? Why that not? Well, as long him? as we can put in Kato. Um, you know who would be Kato? I don't know. Finn Jones. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Jessica Henwick. No, let's make Kato, make Kato a woman. Uh, a woman and make it Jessica Henwick. Um, and, and I'm totally down for that. Not Finn Jones. I was kidding. If anyone follows me, you know I was kidding about <laughs> Finn Jones. Uh, if we're not, I would maybe Harry Shum Jr. as Kato. That would be good. I like Harry Shum. Hey, whoa, whoa. There's a nuclear missile from the submarine? What? I guess we should be paying attention to this movie. That was pretty amazing. I mean, how they fit it in there was one thing, but the fact that the Riddler has his mask up to launch it is even more <laughs> amazing. Because he can't see through the <laughs> holes in his domino mask. He has to. Frank Gorshin, I don't know. He's pretty amazing Riddler, though. He's a great you Riddler. I love Frank Gorshin. It's interesting. Were we all under the, the understanding? What that does a turkey do when he flies upside down? What weighs six ounces, sits in a tree, and is very, very dangerous. dangerous. Two riddles. Two riddlers. Let's race back to the headquarters, Robin, to figure out this riddle. <laughs> we need to stick these riddles in a, in a computer. Wait, so the rocket exploded into the like smoke that's Yeah, dwelled. that nuclear missile. That wasn't... <laughs> that's a, quite an elaborate and way it's to... It's funny because there is literally a cave leading to the back cave. <laughs> right by the water. <laughs> right by the waterfront. <laughs> He's got a network of caves <laughs> throughout Gotham. So he should be... Uh, Chief O'Hara. Oh, Chief O'Hara is like you know. Tom King has Tom King written like Chief O'Hara into the comics. I feel like he recently. Did. I think he did, and you know, I think didn't they have Chief O'Hara on the the Gotham series as well? Uh, who, probably. I think that's the thing about Go- Gotham is like we're not going to uh, skimp on any characters. We're literally going to include every single character that's any way related to Batman and shove him into the show right. while Bruce Wayne is still 12 years old. Um, well, let's go back to your game. Who would you play Chief O'Hara? Chief O'Hara? Uh, hmm. That's a hard one. See, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards the DC casting that's already there, so I'm like, ah. Uh, like who? You gotta have a nice Irish guy. Yeah, you gotta have an Irish guy. Let's get the, the, the Irishman from uh, American Gods. Oh, uh, Pop, uh, what's his name? Uh, Porn Stash from Orange is the New Black, right? Uh, He's amazing. Pablo Schreiber, I think. Is his yeah, name. that'd be a tough Irish-looking cop. Yeah, he would be cool. I mean, he'd be more intimidating than, he would the, be a lot more than, intimidating. than Chief O'Hara. But I uh, think a chief should be intimidating. Well, yeah, but this is an ineffectual Gotham PD chief. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he could also be... Remember, this How is would the, you modernize him? You know, like make yeah. him... Well, so are, that's what I'm saying. Are we modernizing Yeah, let's modernize it? Because then that's just freaking Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing about Gotham is that like Gotham is like a dark and gritty that's why I have an issue with the show honestly is like it's dark and gritty but also campy like it's hard it's so tonally schizophrenic that it's hard to for me to pay attention to um, this is a smart suit that Riddler's got I would 
totally rock the three piece question mark suit. That's probably my favorite look. I, I like. I prefer this look to the to the. I uh, think leotard. I had pajamas that looked like that. <laughs> like I would. I I think the Riddler on. Uh, See, the, the funny thing is, you always know like that, that the Riddler is dirt poor in these, even what? though he dresses fancy because they could have been dollar signs. <laughs> he looks like the guy. Wasn't there like an infomercial guy who wore like a similar suit that was like, "I'll teach you how to get rich." Yeah, that's and he's pretty got much dollar signs instead of question marks. Every time I see uh, the Riddler without his mask, I do think of Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark! Ha- well, Mark Hamill's trickster is trickster kind of is very much in yeah. the in the more in the Riddler vein than even the Joker. Oh, vein. there we go. I have my my casting for for the Chief. Let's let's get uh, John Wesley Ship. Oh, John Wesley Ship. I don't like Mark Hamill. Uh, wait, why would John Wesley Ship be a good Chief O'Hare? He may be a Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. He'd be a good Commissioner Gordon. John, I'm giving you some credit. <laughs> Retweet our post. Yeah, because John, John is also just, a huge listener awesome. of DCTV classes. You're I'm awesome. sure. Um, who would you? Who would be your Joker? My Joker, if it was a goofy, goofy Joker. Hmm. Ah, let me think. Speaking of the Joker on Gotham, the Joker on Gotham is pretty bonkers too. Like the that that whole story is crazy. Like. He was Jerome. Now he's Jeremiah. Do we want him the same age as this Joker in his forties? How about Damon Wayans? There's nothing wrong with being in your forties. Hey, Damon Wayans, that would be cool. He would be a cool Joker. He's a goofball. He's got that nice tone to him, and I'm sure he could pull off that laugh. I wonder, Keegan Michael Key. That would be, be awesome cool too. Who would you guys get to play Penguin, especially an older Penguin, not the Gotham Penguin? <laughs> Oh right. Like well, keep, here's keeping like, keeping the older characters because this this was a wholesome family show where all the characters had to be in their prime. Again, right? this is the thing that like Gotham is really weird about that it's like it's tonally all over the place, right? Because it's it's campy as all get out. Like that's what I'm saying. Like when you dip in and especially if you dip in and out, and like I'll just pop on an episode. Whoa, is this the first time we've seen Bruce yes. Wayne since uh, the opening? Uh, that's Selena Kyle. Right, yes. with the Russian accent, um, she's not wearing any like cat paraphernalia to give it away this time. So I, I was <laughs> kind of not not I, I fell for the disguise. I also appreciate their their costuming in this shot. Um, they were taking a lot of risks with this. Uh, I like the ascot. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but so Gotham is this like tonally crazy show because it's campy. Yep, but it's also like gruesome. It's true, and it's hard. Like to, hard like to, to really your point, it's, it's that, hard yeah. to reconcile for me, at least. Maybe some people dig that, but like it, it's it's essentially what the Batman animated series without its restraints, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Restraint. That's the word. This is my issue with a lot of shows nowadays. Right. Like with, um, it's like he's got to have a little bit of blood and guts, to right? Really like make that's it my the, issue with like Titans, for example. Like I love like, the concept of it. I'm a big fan of the Titans as characters. I think just because they're on a streaming service, they feel like, well, we can drop F-bombs all over the place. We can mm-hmm. have, like, gruesome violence, like, out-of-character violence. That's right. And, like, it's... it's but, you know, this you know, is something It's very where, indulgent. Like, I always reference the animated series and the direct films, but the use of violence once in a blue moon is so much more effective. Right. Like, the death of the Joker in Batman Beyond. Yeah. I mean... God sake. That's you, very like, it was, disturbing, you, you know, but I, effective. One of the wisest things 
someone ever said to me was a producer from Japan, and he said, you know, if I give a character a gun in my story, I don't want him to use it. I want him to feel it. Mm-hmm. And you should feel the weight of that weapon. And right. I think that a lot of the hero shows have lost that impact. Yeah. Like, God, you know, if you have cataclysmic abilities or, you know, or pulling punches all the time, what happens if you forget? And, you know, I'm not trying to toot Marvel's horn or Sony's horn here, but the second Spider-Man film that Gwen Stacy snap, I mean, my God. <laughs> you know, like, You're talking about the, the Andrew Garfield yeah, Spider-Man? Yeah, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Like, when she snapped, I mean, it was like, oh, my God. Like, that was the violentest moment in the Spider-Man series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, her dad did get impaled by the lizard, but, you know, <laughs> just saying there's there's ways to do violence and make it so effective that it it, it hurts. Right, right. And, you know, the death, we've seen the death of Bruce's parents so many times. I think it's except in the, in the 60s, except for in the 60s. <laughs> I, I think, you know, going back in time, I think that Gotham was justifying the violence of that to create the universe that they made. But. Mm-hmm. You guys took it a little too far, you know. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it's just like, like the Joker delivering bodies all over town is amazing. They, you, you know, you and I actually had this conversation when we first met, right? We maybe. talked about uh, them doing the Gotham series, and we were wondering if they're basing it off the comic book, the Gotham mm-hmm. PD, about them finding bodies of Robins. Well, all over you know, town. that's. I mean, I think the other thing that I always had an issue with Gotham. This again, to your point, when when the show first started, I think why it also feels tonally all over the place is that you have a show. That was essentially the GCPD, which right. is one of my favorite comics. It's the Edward Baker, comic. um, just where it's just the Gotham PD. You could have had that show, but they also were like, "Let's also do a young Bruce Wayne show," which again, I would love that. I would as love a separate a young, show as a separate show, right? Like you could have had a young Bruce Wayne show where he's like this prep school kid, young and goes to school style. with Oswald Cobblepot, like. You could have had all of that stuff. And you could have had so much story before his parents actually died. Yeah, exactly. Like, There's... why does he so care about his parents? Like, right. Actually, right. we never get that premise. I would have dug that. Mashing them together, I think, is where it doesn't work. Yes. That you can't have a young Bruce Wayne show and a GC. Because, like, I know they said, well, you can't do GCPD without Batman. You know, it wouldn't. people wouldn't tune in. It would just be a police procedural. But I don't think that's true. I think, I think they have, as long as they're advertising rogues, it, they would. Well, also, right. And so that would make the rogues gallery make more sense. That right. they, these, They're going to handle the ones that Batman's not currently handling right that's now. That's right. And there's and you still feel superheroes his presence. around there. You feel his presence. It's like Titans does that. Like you feel mm-hmm. Batman's presence without ever seeing Batman. Gotham could have done that. They could have done that. 100% um, agree. And I would have preferred that. Because I would... When I was reading the GCPD comics, I was thinking, like, these would be an amazing television amazing show. show. Um, but they, you know, they just like, well, yeah, that, we agree, but we also want to throw young Bruce Wayne in here for some reason. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll save the yeah. my, my Alfred pitch for another Gotham. <laughs> the, for your Alfred podcast. pitch that was stolen and now is being yes. produced on TNT. Someone's ripped my, out of my brain. And, uh, and I, can, I can actually, you know, vouch for Adam, <laughs> like, Four or five years ago, six like, years almost. Here's 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 <laughs> my idea for uh, an Alfred prequel. Yeah, I called it Thaddeus Crane. Yeah, I love that. We'll get back to that another day. Yeah. Um, Stay tuned. So we have this is a Selena. This and is Bruce. Very direct out of Batman Returns. The the dance. Well, is also very reminiscent. The Dark Knight Rises. I didn't realize. But I love the fact that they're at a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> I didn't realize that there was a Bruce Selena dance in this movie. Yeah. So like that's three Batman Catwoman movies in a row where that's there's right. an iconic dance dance scene. Then this set the, pre- the pre- maybe this set the precedent. Yeah, precedent. yeah, for sure. Because you know uh, Batman her, Returns her has her the one to switch over from being bad to good. I mean. Selena Kyle is is Batman's Lois Lane. Like that's 
clear, right? Like, or That's are right. you are you like a Talia Bruce shipper or a Bruce and Vesper Fairchild well, shipper? <laughs> the animated ruined that whole relationship for me. Who is it? Does he have like a great love in the animated series? This is Talia. Is it Talia? Yeah, I mean, he's got Selena in the animated series. Obviously, there's that relationship. <laughs> Alfred is but driving the Batmobile. Uh, beyond, it totally ruined it. He's he's wearing a domino mask underneath his, his glasses. glasses. It's great. But he's still freaking Alfred driving the Batmobile. Like, no uh, one will know. <laughs> no one will notice <laughs> that, that an old man. Bruce Wayne's butler wearing a mask <laughs> with his glasses over his mask. He's, he's double Clark Kenning it. He's driving the Batmobile. <laughs> the convertible Batmobile. Um, no, so uh, we were just talking. Again, I got distracted. <laughs> off yeah, who, who would be your amazing. Robin for 66? Uh, a a current Robin? Um I've got a, a, Who's you? Yeah, a you person go. in my head, but go I can't remember a name. So go, we'll come back describe to the person and I'll help da, 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 da. Fear uh, of the Walking Dead. Oh, the the Carl? Yes. No, yeah. Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, the Carl would be a good casting, too, actually. Chandler Riggs. Yeah, Chandler, Chandler Riggs, Riggs would, would be, be a, a great, Robin. great Robin. That's a great... great Although Robin. he's he's gotten... Tall. Tall now, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but who's on Fear of the Walking Dead? I haven't... Wa- the Johnny Depp, Depp lookalike. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... um. No offense, uh, I don't remember your name, but... No, yeah, I don't remember his name either, but he's, his dad plays Stan Or you get Stan Jughead from uh, Riverdale. As Robin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great actor, too. Or K.J. Appa. K.J. Appa would be my casting for... Go for it. Who do you want K.J. to play? Superman? Yeah. He's your Superman. He's right? my Superman. He's your short Superman. KJ would be my if we oh, did look, a Superboy. They do movie. have the bat signal in. That, hey! They, oh my god! Bat signal. Incredible. Um, no, so oh, oh, so we were talking about this is the first appearance of it ever. You know, there wasn't a bat signal. No, in that's what he's referencing. He's like he's never seen the bat signal before. Oh, well, why is it famous then, Adam? I don't know. <laughs> no, so in the animated series, I thought didn't he have a thing with Phantasm from Mask of the Phantasm? Yeah. That was like a, the first time they ever touched on his like love life, love life before he was Batman, mm. which was great. And also the best version of the Joker in is any, from Phantasm. Yeah, just the, the you would argue that's probably level. the best Batman movie. No, no, but content wise, it was you know like I said that use of violence. It was the first uh, animated Batman film where there was violence, mm-hmm. but they didn't show it. it right, right. You know, there was a, a scene where he got his arm cut. That was probably the most violent thing in mm-hmm. at that time. I mean, that's kind of been my issue with like beyond just Titans and. Is it just me, or are they totally high in this scene? Uh, potentially. Da da, keep your eyes closed, Bruce. Oh yeah, she, she's still continue with keeping this. up the Russian. Yeah. Um, oh, she's going to steal something because she's Catwoman. Uh, you know, we'll get to it when we get to the Zack Snyder movies. But I think that's the other issue with. Like you're talking about restraint and overindulgence. I feel like yeah. as great as the Batman warehouse scene is, Horse code. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a there's just a level of like scale back or even like the Man of Steel fight at the yeah. end with Zod. It's like just because you can show it doesn't mean you should you need to. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you can imply like mass destruction. And again, we, we'll talk about it when we get to Man of Steel. But like that's I think your point about restraint is what irks me a lot about not just the modern batman movies but just modern well i mean look how how well it, it worked in you know spider-verse yeah exactly i mean that whole moment was shattering right they used when fisk's family died and then then right you know with the prowler like yeah exactly right with the reveal of the and then killing the prowler and all that and oh just, sorry sorry spoilers for into the spider-verse on this dc podcast 
We, see, I, I didn't say he died. <laughs> you just I, went and did that. Yeah, I know. I, I spoiled it, and I apologize. Uh, no, but that's absolutely right. I think the idea of just hold back. You don't have to show everything just because you can. Yep. Um, you know, that allows you to build more character dynamics, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they, they started on Gotham with Two-Face, Harvey Dent as a character, and I was like, oh, that, they're really setting this up nice. Did they ever turn him into Two-Face? No. No? I think he just disappeared from the show. Because I remember that was one of the early issues I had with the show, too. Like, they cast Harvey Dent, and it's he was, the weirdest like, 30 years seen. older than, than the kid playing Bruce. That's right. And, like, the whole, like, one of the things about Harvey Dent's character is that, like, he and Bruce are so similar, people think he's Batman. That's right. And that's not going to happen when, like, he's decrepit by the time that's right. David Masseuse, or David Masseuse, puts on the uh, the Bat costume. That said, I think he's a good cast. I like him as, a like, a potential Batman. Like, he... He works as a young Bruce Wayne. True. Um, <laughs> they're flying umbrellas. This is amazing. I, it's I probably told, one of the best scenes. I totally forgot there are giant flying umbrellas. They're riding them like a... And the fact that he's got a, Harry a, Potter a, her, a hanger question mark on his binoculars, which totally works. <laughs> so here are some toys I wish they made. Uh, and that's an awesome like well, wide shot where they're clearly like little figurines being pulled on a string. So now we're... we're Selena's got her. Like she's they, seducing they, they, Bruce. They totally did something. <laughs> no, she's still seducing him. She, oh, she's still they seducing. Done anything yet? And um, Bruce is like, I'm. I'm still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, Adam West Batman is a virgin? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's too busy fighting crime to ever think about. <laughs> he has his sex no time. Life. He has no time for love. Um. So we were. What were we talking? And this was about? during the Cold War. Like this was right. Well, I mean, Russians are bad guys again. So right. It's not like Cold War is very, very relevant in uh, in today's times. You could actually, re- you know, what would be interesting? They should. Someone should take the plot of this movie and remake it, but like in like a gritty DCEU style. See what happens. Let's do it. We're gonna put up a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Ben Affleck back to play uh, this version of uh, Batman. Yeah, or Superman. Who like, would you have uh, recast as Catwoman today? For the series? Like if it was the no, 66? For, like in the movies. Like if they... I'm... I'm torn. Uh, the girl from Bumblebee would be good, but maybe too young. Steinfeld, she's a little too young, yeah. Uh, oh, and, and to your point about restraint, that's an, that's an excellent example too. Bumblebee. Like they, they didn't have to a, make it violent, yeah. Well, not even just violent, just like noisy, right? Like one of my issues with all of the Michael Bay Transformers movies is that they're just so busy, and you, you have if, no if, idea. If what's you happening. really like the last movie, don't read the twi- tweets from the director. Oh, really? The tw- him saying that he's going to do something between the Bayverse and oh, really? <laughs> the storytelling. The sequel, from the, oh, yeah. God, yeah. Let's not do that. We, no, we don't, don't need don't do explosions, that. guys. Well, right, but that's the thing is so busy. But then Bumblebee is so restrained. That's what I loved about the movie. He he was very Peter Parker. Do we know why their henchmen are all pirates? Is it just because they Be- were hanging? Because out? it was the theme with the boat. They, they were all hiding. <laughs> They're just that hanging out that, on the dock. So it's like, oh, that's uh, they be- must be pirates then. Because <laughs> pirates crazy. were popular then. Um, so let's get Jeffrey Rush to play commissioner. There you go, Jeffrey Rush. See, you shouldn't have turned the TV off, Robin. Clearly, Robin's a virgin. He was like, I can't even see Bruce and Selena kissing. And now they're on the fire bolts. Well, he did have like a little jealous moment when he saw Bruce kissing Selena. Uh, so are you going with the whole seduction of the innocent thing? Yeah. That Bruce and Robin have a thing. Well, no, I just that. Well, that Bruce was a- totally. They're both really high, which is hilarious. 
I love his purple umbrella. The Joker flying his purple umbrella. Yeah, I need those toys (laughs) right now. Sorry. And you just totally spiked on the audio there. I'm sure. Thank you for doing that. Bruce Wayne and girl (laughs) kidnapped. (laughs) We need octave level control here. Um, Let's let's dial back with cat. Who would who would let's rank your cat women? Because there have been my favorite is still se- Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit, clearly you've established there have been several. And I was actually okay with uh, the casting for the Catwoman film. Just wasn't happy with the film. Halle Berry. Halle Berry's definitely Ooh. Eartha Kit material. Yeah, that movie. Is t- I, you know, that's the one I'm not looking forward to covering when we get to it <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, uh, so you would put Halle Berry number two. Uh, as a casting, yes. As no. the yeah, we're, as like the overall, actual we film performance. Sorry, Holly. Uh, I like you as Storm. You're good. Um, do you like her Storm too? Yeah, I like her Storm. Uh, uh, Although I, 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 I do wish she was had more of the African side. Yeah, when they first casted uh, the Black Panther, I thought totally. Uh, what's her name? Angela Bassett. Yeah, I thought she was. Yeah, Storm. she was the. She should have been Storm back in the. I thought it would be great if she was. If it was X-Men. referencing that she. Oh is. no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's a little too old for uh, <laughs> she's a little too old for Chadwick Boseman. She's playing his mom, for God's sake. <laughs> well, no, you know, like if you're referencing that, or that, that she was in the seventies and eighties, yeah. Oh, uh, I see what you're King saying. Like Storm is married to T'Chaka. It would be interesting. That would be cool because remember, uh, his sister in the comics has powers, right? So I mean, she, she could have been Black mutant. Pan- oh, does she have like superpowers? She has superpowers in the comic, not, not like not the tech wizardry stuff. So no, but she like we're talking about like, Marvel on the DC podcast. Yeah, it's but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not vibranium flower. No, uh, fueled power. It's interesting, but it would have been a good setup. I would have done it. Wait, is this a flashback? And they're revealing how they're they're staging a, a kidnapping with Catwoman and Bruce. Oh, because and he I, saw... I think they're going to film a porno. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so because oh, he saw he saw Catwoman, he's like, "Oh, you're the Russian lady," and they're like, "No, the Russian lady's here." And Bruce Wayne, the world's greatest detective, cannot figure yeah. out that the Russian lady and Catwoman are one and the same. Well, this is very Green Hornet ish, right? Because it, obviously, Alfred is the detective in the show and doesn't ask questions; he just knows the answer. <laughs> I just like if I, I hadn't. The one thing I'm looking forward to in Matt Reeves' Batman movie is that he said it's finally going to be a detective movie. And, like, there have been how many? Bat- there have been, like, 37 Batman movies so far, and in none of them has he ever been a detective. Mm-hmm. But he also just referred to everybody as a vicious foursome. Well, but he knows that the Catwoman... <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. He, oh, you're, you're, you're making a sex joke. Well, they, they're in, a like, a porno-esque <laughs> set right now, and well, everybody's, like... <laughs> and they're watching watching yeah they're it's kind of creepy it's like yeah, it's, what are they going to do next well they're like, listening like they're not watching they're it's listening like, they're not watching because there's oh, no yeah. cameras uh the, the alfred and robin were watching earlier though because actually now i'm thinking jeffrey rush would also be a good penguin uh so so for 66 here eartha kit number one halle berry number two in terms of casting performance number 20 yeah who's your second favorite well, let's, who, oh, who would be my my next been, pick? Well, we 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 went Haley Steinfeld, and I went on a Bumblebee tangent. Uh, but yeah, who, let's go back to that, and then we'll, who would be my next cast? Yeah, uh, for sixty six. Let's say the, or, no, not even the sixty six. Let's say the Matt Reeves Catwoman. I mean, the Matt Reeves Batman movie. They're seeking a younger Catwoman because it's a younger Batman. Right. Who would you have play Catwoman in in the Matt Reeves Batman movie? Hmm. Oh, I'm gonna have to think about this one really hard. Do we pull from the 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 DC uh, TV universe at all? Good, you, sure. They can be anybody. Oh well, hey, um, 
I mean, there's the current replacement for uh, Canary. What's her name? Oh, Julia Harkavy. Yeah, she 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 could work. She could work as a great catwoman. She has a look. She's she's got the dynamics. She's sleek. She knows how to fight. That would be an interesting cast. I, I'm not. I was just thinking she could pull off the role, and it doesn't have that much tone. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 that works. I could see that. But it's, I'm fan casting. You're so totally I'm, fan casting. I'm totally visually fan casting. Just, In right. terms of talent, that's a totally different yeah. story, right? Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. could play a caddy character? You so. know what I've noticed? There have been like three fight scenes so far, and they haven't done the the pow pow. They have. It, they actually didn't do it for this whole film. Is it at all? At all. I was just going to say, like, is it because he's not in the bat costume? Yeah, so as long as he's not in the bat costume, they I don't think they that. have the effect. But that, Whoa, never that phone them. just shattered when Joker threw it against Candy the glass phone. Um, it's amazing. They made a candy glass phone. That's you know, this is a pretty mind. effect. That's clearly not Cesar Romero. Um, oh, look, it's his stunt double. This is a clearly, like, this is a well Oh, that's totally the guy who was scene. driving. Is that Fall Guy? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Did he just get <laughs> army? Man. It's Why definitely it, like wait, an old army. There's got to be something in the Jones. ocean that's blowing shit, blowing things up because yeah, uh, blowing ships up, yeah. blowing ships up. Exactly, <laughs> they're blowing ships up. Yeah. Why is it that's that the second thing that, that exploded once it hit but, the water? Yeah. What What is up with that? Does the water just make people blow up? I mean, I it's, guess it's, it's, it's explosive water. <laughs> Did he just double punch? Yeah, he double fisted. <laughs> that was amazing. He used both uh, hands to fist, man. Totally, uh, totally porn puns here. Okay, this is a family is friendly a family podcast. Knowledge. Remember, <laughs> I'm talking about fighting, <laughs> fisticuffs. No, but wait, why didn't Bruce Wayne explode when he hit? The yeah, because he dived. He did it on purpose. <laughs> um, this is that was no. I was going to say that was a pretty well choreographed fight scene, though. That I, was really was, well done. You know, I, I always thought the reason they threw the the bam and the pals and the zaps is because the fight scenes were, were terrible. Bad. So they're just covering them up. I wonder if uh, I wonder who the choreography is done by. I escaped with the aid of Batman. That's not a lie. He was using his Batman skin. So I, no, the 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 rogues were kidnapping rich guy Bruce Wayne. Not that's right. We know you're Batman, Bruce Wayne. That's right. right. Which is the which, which is, they reference a lot in like uh, they they did a great reference in the animated series on that too. There's a whole episode when they have Bruce Wayne with them. Mm-hmm. I would love it. <laughs> it was really good. They should do like a Miss Doubtfire scene where like he's got to run back and forth Hello. and put on like the bat cow and then come back out and then run back in. That's kind of what they were doing with Catwoman. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pretend to be Miss Kitka and now I'm the Catwoman again. And and I just realized her, her Russian fake name is Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat, yeah. Yeah. Come but on, Bruce Wayne. You're the world's greatest detective. You couldn't figure that out. Joseph Gordon-Levitt would also be a good Robin or Joker. Well, Chris Nolan thought that. Well. <laughs> Going back to your Joker thing, I thought I always thought that Joseph Gordon, if he wasn't cast as Robin John Blake in Dark Knight Rises, could have been recast as the Joker. I think because that was he has a probably lot of the similar, original. Well, he has idea. a lot of like similar facial features, like yep. to Heath Ledger. That if you put it under like, if you believe all those Hollywood rumors, if you put it under like white pancake right. makeup and give him stringy greasy hair. He could totally pull it he off. He could have done, like, he could have been the replacement well, what's, for... What was really bad is I didn't realize that but they But they were friends, too. I don't think he would have done it. even. No, if I, I think that if I was going to redo that movie and Heath Ledger didn't pass away, I mean, having Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing Joker who escaped dressed as a police officer would have been a great twist. Yeah. 
right. totally just trying to help out and figure out who Batman is because that was reverse espionage, right? Because that's what he was. He was an espionage expert. You're talking about the Joker? The Joker. Are you, are you yeah. fan theorizing again? Because that's never been I just established. Say, I, there, there, there's I like whole, the idea that he's, he's a, a like, PTSD. And, I think he's a PTSD... Former soldier. Maybe not a soldier. Maybe homegrown like soldier. Black, oh, like a... Domestic. Well, we'll get to let, let's save this, save this for save this for the Dark Knight when we get to the Dark Knight. Think about it. Um, All the domestic terrorism is very similar. Maybe. Hey, again, wait till we get to the Dark Knight. Um, we, we're we're still in nineteen sixty. That's like Woody Harrelson playing the Joker next. <laughs> oh God, he's playing Carnage. I know, Venom. but I was just saying he looks like the character in Carnage. <sighs> Thank God we're not doing a Venom podcast because that movie was terrible. Oh, did you like Venom? I like Venom. Oh God, really? Yep. The only thing I liked about Venom is that they Tom did. Hardy was having the time of his life, and he was a great Venom. He was a great Eddie Brock. Like he was having fun, and I respect that. That's the way Eddie Brock. I always imagine him as being a goofball, like meathead Wait, with not much on. intelligence. We got to so. explain what's happening on screen right now. They're, are they? They're, they're teleporting in no, the vacuum no, no. cleaner. They're turning them into dust. Like oh. they've created this um, weapon that dehydrates people. And turns them to dust. Are they gonna, it looks like they're going to snort them. <laughs> Especially Riddler. He's like, oh, it's that white creamy powder, <laughs> the cocaine. He's having like... Because clearly Frank Gorshin's Riddler is on cocaine. Like that's <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> so do they... I, oh, I think I remember now the end of the movie. They rehydrate everybody. They rehydrate the characters and they become... <laughs> That that's how they, work, no, That's how Avengers Endgame is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get the rehydrator. This, this is almost pulled out of Star Trek, though. <laughs> this is like, hey, well, we got him in the teleporter. Well, you know Frank Gorshin. Yeah. The classic, uh, the black and white villain on, on that's right. Star Trek. <laughs> I was wondering if that was a reference. She's sweeping up the the goons that have been turned This would dust. be a totally a scene to recreate if they redid it as a goofball one. Yeah. But mix all the dust together to make Clayface. <laughs> and there you go. Hey, it would be a cool origin. They haven't done Clayface on Gotham yet, have they? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, I mean, you don't have to be cagey. I'm never going to watch the I show. I don't know. I'm, the only I'm thing, guessing I will that's going to be something finale. they'll introduce. I will watch the finale because uh, I want to see them turn David into Batman. I think, oh, Clayface, I think the bomb scene is coming up. Clayface deserves his own special or movie. Um, that's a great origin. We never finished your uh, ranking of the Catwoman. Yeah. I'm who? How many Catwomen have there been? So there, there have been three just in the '60s, right? There was Eartha Kitt, Lee Merriweather, and Julie Newmar. And if you count the movie verse, there's been two. Well, there's uh, uh, outside of Holly Berry, Michelle Pfeiffer, Anne Hathaway, and Holly Berry, the, and the Carmen, uh, Warren Beatty's ex-wife. Well, she never played her, but she could have been. She was gonna, but yeah. then she got pregnant, and then they recast. And then there's Carmen Bicondova Bicondova on Gotham. Who That's plays. right. She's like she's she's, like, she's a great cat. She's woman. great, and she's like the clone of Michelle Pfeiffer. She looks like Michelle Pfeiffer, 150. Um, percent I love this. Are scene. those all the Catwomen? Those are I all feel the like There's been another Catwoman. Well, there somewhere. there is her uh, red claw teacher. Oh, they're animated. Gotham. I don't know. No, who. on on Gotham, there's a someone training someone oh. to be a Catwoman. So, uh, but she's not Catwoman. She just has all the, the similarities. I don't know who I forget who voiced Catwoman in the animated series. Oh, that's a great question for the the Rogues Gallery. <laughs> you know what? I never realized that like the cameos of the people the people sticking in the windows their heads out the windows. Yeah, they're like completely perpendicular. That's hilarious <laughs> to the floor. Like they don't even... <laughs> they're just sticking their heads out. <laughs> it's like they're floating. Who was that? There. 
I thought it was Buddy Hackett. But I thought it was Buddy, too. I don't know who that is. I don't, that maybe was uh, predated the... Uh, Maybe because this is remember this is in between seasons one and two, right? So there isn't a like maybe people aren't like There's hey the bomb. get me on the show. Oh, this is the bomb scene. This this scene We're is coming up on the, the bomb, bomb scene for sure. Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. He hasn't said it yet. If yeah, you're following along, but he will. This is the but famous scene. This, that this gets is also so funny because the Rises. bomb changes size. This is like Does twice. So look at the size now. Yeah, it's let's a, see. It's about the. Let's see. It's similar to the size of his head. Because I think that they had issues with the whatever it is lighting the the flame there, <laughs> and it procedurally gets bigger. <laughs> so the premise, if you've never seen this and you're not watching along, the premise of this scene is that Batman has this giant comically cartoonish bomb that he's carrying very tnt (laughs) that he wants to throw away but everywhere he wants to throw it there's like people there's there was a marching band there's uh you know stereotypically fat ladies eating crabs uh there's going to be nuns and the fat lady's not moving or even worried that it's going to blow up there's going to be some ducks (laughs) in the way and he can't throw away the bomb all he wants to do is throw away the bomb and he can't there we go. It got slightly bigger. And there is no... They're the nuns. And it got slightly bigger again. And and a baby. A basket. baby in a card. There is no way Christopher Nolan was not referencing this in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I, it's a complete reference, for sure. He's got to be, right? So if you've never seen The Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> the whole climax is there's a nuclear bomb that's going to go off, and Batman has to get rid of it. And he just goes as far away as he can. And he goes as far <laughs> away as he can. And, he's like, and honestly, it wasn't that far. Like... If you if you explode a nuclear weapon over the bay, <laughs> like we live in Maryland, if a you nuclear know, bomb goes off in the Chesapeake Bay tomorrow, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, or donuts. <laughs> the, the children on the school bus are watching this mushroom cloud that not three miles away, <laughs> and they're like, "Yay, Batman saved us!" It's funny he he ran into a butane <laughs> plant with a bomb. <laughs> it's no, no smoking, smoking within, within fifty feet, feet. <laughs> and the nuns are back. And the, why are they following him? Like, <laughs> they're, hey, they're just because the woman with the baby carriage didn't dodge you before. And they, they're, they're the ducks. And the baby the ducks. ducks. Like, no oh, one's going to put a bomb a line. baby ducks. Here comes a line. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. That's amazing. That's the most iconic Batman moment in any Batman movie yep. ever made. And boom, he's dead. So here's the question. Did the bomb explode in the water? Or did the bomb explode because it hit the explosive water that's my question we've already like, established was was it the all the explosions of the water pretense that the bomb was still exploding <laughs> the gotham city water is highly explosive it's all right batman is alive holy heart failure batman he disposed of the bomb he blew it up over See, the this bay. is why I like Batman Brave and the Bold. It's because they would explain how he disposed of it. <laughs> well, that's another example of like embracing really goofy, goofy Batman. Goofy Batman. And, you know, I have to, I, I'm tired of like the Batman fanboys who can't Handle. accept that like that Batman. That utility be belt was amazing. Well, yeah. And that Batman can be goofy. Like you don't have to have dark, gritty Batman. Mother boxes have feelings too, you know. <laughs> hey, that's Burgess Meredith. Oh, he's, he's pretending to be the captain not penguin and again the world's greatest detective is falling for the worst disguise what is his ever. game i wonder oh game penguin oh he figured it out <laughs> i still love that it's still my favorite i don't know why he quacked but you know. <laughs> he's he's terrible at, at least at least 
you know, they've established Batman and Robin are not ineffectual detectives. See, like, you know, they, they had all these birds in these shows. Why didn't they ever have the pigeon? What is the pigeon? Someone who can never keep a secret. It'd be like the opposite of Riddler. Are you making this up? Yeah, I, why not? I thought this is like a this character. Like, never why not? That, that, that His call sign would be, I am the pigeon. Hey, it's like, you, feed me bread. You're, you're giving away <laughs> these brilliant ideas for free on this podcast. You should keep that to yourself. Well, I mean, they had Ratman, for God's sakes. Come on. And they had Catman and Catman. Oh, yeah, Catman's horrible. Catman's horrible. They actually, like, oh, what about the Red Lion? Red, the Ragman, they actually brought on to <laughs> oh, Arrow. Oh, that Ragman was ago. amazing, though. He was kind of dumb on Arrow. Why didn't they make him cooler? He was such a cool... He could have been a great villain until he became a good I don't guy. know. To be honest, I'm kind of out on Arrow, too, so... Yeah, we're sorry to hear that the show got canceled, though. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I am. Are you sorry? You guys were great. I'm not sorry. Stephen Amell pretty much set the pace for TV Universe to come back, so give him credit. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Um, I, I give that credit to Mr. Tom Welling and Mr. Michael That's Rosenbaum. True. Definitely you guys, too. In fact, In fact, there wouldn't have been a Green Arrow show if not for Smallville. That's true. And Justin Hartley should true. have been Green Arrow. And, and it should and have been a continuation and, of Smallville. And for John Wesley Ship as well, then, if you're going to go down that path. Well, at least... The so Flash... The, yeah, The Flash... The Flash but, did make me a DC hero. Well, the, and also The Flash... What I'll say is that The Flash came out 10 years before Smallville. Like, that's a whole generation in that's TV right. terms. Arrow followed, like, not three seasons after Smallville. Ended. That's right. And in fact... They were going to do a Green Arrow show with Justin Hartley, Justin. but they they you know, for whatever reasons they never Had got that off the ground. Opinion, and so yeah. they're like, "Well, we still have the you know Green Arrow stuff." And remember, he was recap. Aquaman too, and he was Aquaman. Yeah, in fact, uh, DC TV Classics listeners I remember the last time we did an audio commentary was for the Arrow. Uh, was for I the, actually uh, really Aquaman. liked the Aquaman? Uh, it was alright. It was fine. It was fun. It was fine. It was fun. And that, here's the thing: Justin Hartley's a huge star now, so like we'll never get him back oh, <laughs> to, do, to do superhero. I guess not. Uh, he's 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 a he's bigger star than he's ever been. Hey, speaking of TV universe, do you think they'll ever do a supernatural crossover? I mean, they did the, the Scooby Doo crossover already. I, I, well, I don't see why not. They've. They, I mean, Constantine would be so awesome. They, there's a way that you could bring you could Yo, pull them you in. Could totally I'm do it. I'm surprised Legends of Tomorrow hasn't figured it out because that would be where it would work the most. Because Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, actually, what's his name? He played Crowley on Supernatural. Would also be good Penguin for six. Crowley, who played Crowley on Supernatural. I'm not a big oh, Supernatural watcher, so. Why would you bring the penguin into the Batcave? I'm not paying attention to this movie, so I apologize. I like that he's going towards the drinking water dispenser. And they, so, th- wait, so they, they bought his st- cover story that he's not the penguin? Whack, whack. Uh, I don't think they did, but. You know, Christian Bale. Does he have a siphon? Christian Bale plays uh, Dick Cheney in the movie Vice. Uh huh. And Dick Cheney is basically the penguin. So, in a way, That's Christian right. Bale's played Batman and, and the, the penguin. penguin. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I gotta go watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, what's the best Batman costume? Live action, not ben so Affleck. not not the animated one. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's costume. That is, is the, the best. best Batman suit. You know what's great about that? It looks like body casts mm-hmm. for how many times he's broken all of his bones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you That's know, cool. if you think about burlap and how many layers of burlap would make him bulletproof. This is, hold on, this is where they just the rehydrated realistic. the the mounds of dust. Yeah. That were uh, that were his goons. Uh, so again, spoiler alert: This is how they're going and, to. And they uh, did teleport in when they were rehydrated. <laughs> but you know what? They obviously uh, they, die wait, when they get kicked. What's happening when they kick the hydrated people? Oh, 
and they teleport. I'm I'm confused. I don't know what's happening. Let's totally bring back these guys in modern tales. Like they disappeared from the '66 Batman and just reappear Wait, somewhere in the modern universe. Pop like balloons. How did it happen? I want to know how this happened. Whoever dehydrated the pirates uh, could not have foreseen their accidental rehydrate. Also, they were accidentally rehydrated. Um, With the heavy water we use recharging the atomic pile, really? What is I do not know what's They're using happening. heavy water? This okay. does not make any sense. They're using nuclear, really crappy nuclear science. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, 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 reduced they got reduced to antimatter? That Just would make them point. a power source. <laughs> like, do they not know? Uh, so maybe this isn't how Endgame is going but to But what's funny them. is they all had numbers. So it was right. like... Yeah, goo number one. Well, no, they were, it's like uh, the periodic table of elements. They were like... Oh, is that what that was supposed <laughs> to be? <laughs> they're atomic. That was their atomic, atomic number. numbers. Their That's, atomic number was up, I Robin. I don't understand what's happening. Um, what, were, what were we discussing? <laughs> <laughs> we got lost. We got lost again. We're going to have to reference our own video in a moment. Yeah, exactly. We're like, what? like, let's rewind. What are we talking about? What is happening? Um... Oh, God, they still don't think he's really... You are brainwashed. Criminals planted those dehydrated thugs on your person. No, they, he, they're playing along. Are they playing they along? They know he's... They got to know. I don't know. I'm 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 very uh, skeptical of Batman and Robin right now. Commodore. Let's rank, li- uh, let's rank all the versions of Robin. Okay. So you have Burt Ward. Okay. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell wasn't bad. Um, At least he was uh, cheesy. Uh, what's his name? JGL. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He was Robin. He is a cool Robin. He was Robin. Uh, remember. Or Nightwing. That's his, yeah. No, that's his, his... He should yeah. use his real name. Yeah. That's his real name. His real name is Robin. Robin. Um, I do like that he was an orphan. Sure. I mean, he was all three Robins mushed together. Yeah, it was pretty good. Let's see. Were there any other Robins? Marlon Wayans was cast as Robin. Never got to play Robin. I actually like that casting. We'll talk about that when we get to Batman Returns. Um, have there been any other Robins? Oh, Michael Sarah played Robin That's in the true. Lego Batman movie. It was pretty cool. That was actually pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> it's probably a great interpretation of Robin. Oh, the, the, the I loved his obsession with pulling off his pants in that too. <laughs> uh if you take that audio out of context, the Adam, you'll be in trouble. Um so the penguin just poisoned Batman and Robin because they are morons in this movie. And he stole the bat. Oh, the penguin stole the Batmobile. That's it. That's Batman Returns. Batman Returns was a great that's reference. A, that's a reference to this. If he steals the bat boat, the, I don't it, know. He doesn't do that. I don't remember. Batman. The bat ski boat. Buy a cool. bat cycle to the bat copter, Robin. Oh, this is the debut of but, the bat cycle. They're, they're going to yes, the debut. This was just so which conveniently so conveniently located nearby <laughs> because they were coming out of the cave at least. Yeah, I guess. Uh, this actually does make an appearance on the show. Show, yeah. You know what? This is uh, what inspired a lot of the Japanese Super Sentai stuff. Yeah, the Common Rider was inspired by the Bat Cycle. I don't uh, know which one came first, but pretty sure this was it. Do motorcycles still have sidecars like that? No, but I want that bat. That's motorcycle. Can we get that uh, and do all of our broadcasts from that motorcycle? Again, that's clearly not Burt Ward. Oh, no, it splits, it splits into off. A go-kart. I don't remember that's that. Amazing. That is pretty awesome. And it's a mini go-kart. Wait, and why did he have to do that? <laughs> he could, there was no the logical reason for I don't care, but it was awesome. <laughs> it's like, just get the out. The fact and that it was a mini go-kart was just blew was my he mind. Was steering it? He was actually yeah, steering was like, it, right? Um, Catwoman with the uh, back I really feel like the Joker didn't get enough to do in this one. Yeah, it was the, the, well, everyone's had their moment so and far. And Catwoman so far, like... And the great thing about the Joker in this is he never gets out of character. Yeah. He is always the Joker. 
he's always the the card that you can't get rid of. Right, right. Uh, so back to favorite Robins. Who's your favorite Robin? Ah. Oh, and if we're going to go with your stupid fan theory, Jared Leto is also the Robin. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not, we'll explore that when we get to Suicide Squad. Or you also include? Well, let's not include animated. Let's do live. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who, well, if we go if we go with animated, then you have the Batman the animated series Robin. You have the Teen Titans Robin, and by extension, Teen Titans Go Robin. Well, um, I don't know. At this point, I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be mean and say that Gotham is the best version of Robin. Wait, there's Ro- Robin, aka on Gotham? Bruce Wayne. Because Bruce Wayne is basically Robin. He is literally show. Robin, and Alfred, <laughs> Alfred is Batman mixed with uh, oh, really? Gordon. On G- Gordon is Batman. Gordon has the deep voice. Oh, right. And then and then Alfred's the badass, like who like punches people and stuff. Man, that's the best Alfred. Well, let's rank the Alfreds. He's amazing. So you have Sean Pertwee from Gotham. You have uh, Alan Napier from that was, the original. To be honest, the best scene in Gotham that I want to reference that just blew my mind. Was the episode when Bruce got bullied? Oh, I don't know that one. And his watch got broken. Uh-huh. And Alfred ta- taught him how to turn it into a brass knuckle. Oh wow! Really? And he's like, oh, "He broke your dad's favorite watch. What are you gonna do about it?" And he drives him to the kid's front door, and he just wails on him. <laughs> just like what? That's a far cry from Michael Caine's Alfred. That's for sure. But that was great because he's <laughs> like, "Now, how did that make you feel?" And he's like, "I didn't feel good about it." And he's like, "Remember that." Oh, when you're punching the daylights out of like the poor like he's like he won't do it again, but you shouldn't feel good doing it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, or you should feel empowered, but you should know that makes Uh, you feel bad. That's pretty. It doesn't solve anything. I guess that works. Like Um, that poor kid had like watch imprints all over his face, (laughs) and they're all shaped like little bats. Um, So you have you you have Alan Napier, you have Sean Pertwee, you also have uh, Michael Goff from the uh, Burton movies. You have Alfred. Um, I'm sorry, Michael Caine in the Dark Knight trilogy. Jeremy Irons in the uh, Zack Snyder movies. I like Jeremy Irons as Alfred a lot. I like the original. I like him a lot, too. Michael Keaton as well. He doesn't make a lot of sense in that universe just because. He he is a smart Alfred, though. Right. No, but but the Bruce Wayne of the Zack Snyder universe is an older Bruce Wayne. That's right. So why should he be so young? So why is, yeah, was Alfred like his roommate? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, that was a good question. Alfred should be a lot older in right. the Zack Snyder universe. I mean, he's a great Alfred. Don't he is, wrong, he is. But it, it just doesn't on, make sense logically with the universe they've set up. I, I like always the idea that Alfred was essentially Thomas Wayne's brother, right? Right. In some aspect, they were best friends. Right, 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 right. It That's wasn't why, really about right, being a butler. That, right, because no butler would be like, yeah, I'll, I'll raise But and then you have the Alfred from the animated series who was like Bruce Thomas Wayne's father in some aspect, too. He's like a fatherly father figure to both. That's why I never agree with what you do, Master Wayne. I, lo- I, I like that. So when you have those kinds of uh, dynamics, there's a lot of ways you could represent Alfred. Yeah. No, that's a great That's a great point. But they always say, you know, like, every great hero has a great... Butler woman, behind them. <laughs> woman behind them. But yeah, like... Uh, another... And before I forget, another Oscar winner uh, or nominated. I don't know if he's ever won an Oscar... Who's played uh, Alfred is uh, Ray Fiennes. He plays Alfred in the Lego Batman movie. That's true. So, uh, you know, the he who should not be named is also Alfred, which is kind of cool. Lord Voldemort, Alfred. He would actually be an interesting Alfred. He's, in I think action. he recently even stated that he wouldn't mind playing a live action Alfred. So, Matt Reeves, if you're listening, yeah, 
uh, you may get totally down for Ray it. Fiennes as a. I think Ray Fiennes of all the actors who've played Alfred looks the most like a potential comic book Alfred. Because that's the thing they've never recreated the comic book version of Alfred in any true movie. Because like he's always white haired in the movies, but like Alfred of the comics is bald with a thin mustache, and you've never like seen that in that's the right. movies. That's true. You know who I always wanted as Alfred? Who? He's passed away now, but Pete Postlewaite. Pete would have been a really cool Alfred. That's he a really was good always cast. my pick for an Alfred. I thought he looked just like Alfred would, just if he grew a little mustache. Uh, for those of you not to know, he was uh, famously in The Usual Suspects. That's right. He was in Inception. He was a great British character actor for many, many, many years. He was always my pick as a, to play an Alfred in a Batman movie. So, like when when Nolan cast him in Inception, I was like, "That's the closest I ever get to seeing Pete Postlewaite." That's as, true. As uh, Alfred, I don't know. I keep. I still have my fantasy castings for doing different shows with different characters. I, I really like uh, the actor who plays Floki on Vikings as a potential Alfred, a younger Alfred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how you know this is a pre nine eleven movie? Yeah, <laughs> like. The penguin can just sneak into the United Nations with a poisonous umbrella and like that's true. Literally knock everybody out. <laughs> so, the, the sleep gas. And why is penguin wearing a domino mask? <laughs> I just real. I just noticed that like all he of the always bad did guy, that when he was like robbing. Places. Was he? Did he yeah. put on a because mask? Because remember, he, I don't know if he always pretended to be a cobblepot. Because the Joker's got a mask on. <laughs> oh, that's true. Though. They're they, all wearing masks. That is kind of hilarious. And he's also oh, that's so funny. And because this is a Blu-ray, I don't think I ever noticed this before, but, like, Burgess Meredith's nose is so fake. That's so... It's, like, not yeah. even the same skin tone as the rest of his That's face. That's true. It's, it, it doesn't move <laughs> the proper way. I saw it lift up once or twice. I, you know, I take it back. Burgess Meredith's penguin is too iconic to... to wait, why is Robin That's so tired? That's why I thought Jeffrey Rush. Robin, Robin shouldn't be so tired. He's a He's superhero, goddammit. And he looks like a track runner. He's like, oh, here's the, uh, <laughs> let's have a uh, different stereotype represent every single nation in the in the world right now. <laughs> like, literally. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, have we... Re- it's a Street Fighter. <laughs> it's basically Street Fighter. <laughs> it's like racist stereotypes as For possible. Every- well, actually, it's not really racist. I mean, it's well, pretty it's accurate to the But time. it's definitely stereotypes. Uh, we're just waiting for E-Honda to show up. Um, this <laughs> you. What do have? So we've done Joker, we've done Catwoman, we've done Riddler, we've done Penguin. Well, yeah, Robin. said who we'd like to play we, Riddler. We have not. Oh yeah. Well, I said no, I didn't. I said John Glover was my favorite Riddler, but I don't mm-hmm. know who would play. Who would be a good? I think Riddler. You know, should always be an older character. Yeah, he should definitely be older, more wise, which is why he right. thinks he knows it all. Which I right, right. I think which, that that's someone. Hey, we could get Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> He's joking. not wise. I'm joking. Um, he just has that or face. Or J- Jesse Eisenberg. Um, uh, what's his name? Played Data on Star Brent Trek. Spiner? Mm, might, maybe might back back in the day. I don't know about today's even, Brent Spiner. Even with the AG is now. Uh, oh, how about how about um, uh, Jim Parsons? Ooh, that's a good idea. He's uh, Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. He could be a good He could riddle. play a great I can, cause, like, he, Well, he, he could always go with the, the Halloween cosplayer as well. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. He'd be a good Riddler. Hey Neil, are you available after uh, <laughs> Lemony Snicket? But you know, but yeah, that's those, yeah. There you Catwoman's go. cat just totally got stepped on by the Riddler, <laughs> and it, it just like flailed and ran off. That poor cat. Um, 
Yeah, I, Jim Parsons or Neil Patrick Harris, I think, would be really good Riddlers uh, today. So we've done. I was going to get to the point. We've done everyone. We haven't ranked our favorite Batman. Ah. Oh. So let's let let me give you the. Uh, there've been so many Batmans. We'll, we'll just narrow it down to the live action Batman. Okay. So Kevin Conroy is disqualified. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, so we're just talking about live action Batmans. We have Adam West. Uh-huh. We have Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. George Clooney, Ben Affleck. And we will throw in David Masseuse just because of Gotham. Yeah, so David, um, no. Sorry, kid. No? <laughs> no. He's not your favorite Batman? Uh, I think that, that those are all the live action Batmans, right? I'm not yeah, missing anybody. I, I don't think we're missing anybody. Not live action, at least. Hmm. So, yeah, of those. of those That we know of. That right. well, we, well, yeah, mine would be Army Hammer. Yeah, uh, see, I'm not even on the same boat with you on that one. I'm, I I'm like Army Hammer, but I think he's more of a lantern. Well, here, you know what, though? Like, I want Army Hammer if they... Because he doesn't scare me. Well, here's the thing. I want Army Hammer if they continue... The like, dark. No, the DCEU versions of Batman. Right. Right? Because, like, I want Army... The main reason I want Army Hammer is that I want him and Henry Cavill That's to right. play off each other. If they're replacing Henry Cavill... Then it makes my enthusiasm for Army Hammer less because like, right. my whole point is that I wanted their dynamic from, That's right, from true. Uncle in the DC universe. Yeah, that could work. But if they if they get rid of Henry Cavill as well, then I'm like, all right, then I don't care who's Batman. If they keep Henry Cavill, I think I think Army Hammer is a great transition from Ben Affleck without having to right. completely throw off like everything. Right? Like he he's the same height as Ben Affleck. <laughs> With the mask on, he kind of looks like Ben Affleck. Like he could be Batfleck, yeah. the younger version of Batfleck. They like, could do like a, a flashpoint thing where, yeah. like now he's. Young I like the idea reason. of there being a younger Batman. But if That's they, but if they completely like say screw it, we're not even following that continuity anymore. Then I don't care. Right. Um, but that said, of those Batmans, who's your favorite Batman? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. I know, you know, he's got, he can be scary. Did I mention Christian Bale? I said Christian Bale. You did say Christian yeah. Bale. Um, Christian Bale, although I, not my, particularly my favorite person. No offense. Yeah, you no, mean like in like real life? Yeah, he just doesn't inspire me. He's a great dynamic actor. Right. But I felt like Christian Bale was like a one punch from becoming a way of, becoming a villain. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw him as Batman, which I guess which is, is probably yeah, the best version of Batman. Batman. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but you know I think it's two questions: best Batman and best Bruce Wayne. That that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Is like remember they're two different characters. Like Christian Bale's best Batman. You, know, you like him better as Batman than Bruce. Yeah. Wayne? Who's like, your favorite Bruce Wayne then? Uh has to be Michael Keaton. That's interesting because Michael Keaton played Bruce Wayne like Batman. <laughs> like there's no really difference the, I, between I always Bruce thought, Wayne and the Batman. Nah, I liked him. More I mean, as Bruce, Bruce Wayne and Batman Returns is sitting in like a darkened library. Waiting for the bat signal to come on, and then he like because he has nothing to do. Because he's nothing to do. He's not. At least he's Christian Bale was like embracing, you know, pretending his to be like. You but know, I always like that. I, you know, rapid playboy. I like that. You know, Michael Keaton didn't really. He he looked like he had already given up. Being yeah, he was. Well, that's true. He was like, yeah, exactly. after the first he movie, he totally like, did. Yeah, yeah. Well, even in the because he movie. killed the Joker. I actually thought like he killed the Joker in the first movie, and like it had a toll on him. Oh, you think? And I like that. And I remember, it wasn't that one of the reasons he stopped making the movies to begin with? Because he thought they were getting too violent? Not too violent. He, that he, he was thought killing. they were getting too silly. Like, he didn't do Batman Forever because he was like, yeah. he was, he was going to do it as when Burton was attached. But once they got rid of Burton, he was like, I'm not. 
Well, you know, I like you killed off all your villains. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another thing that like pre, you know, previous incarnations of these. So everybody complains about you know Batman like shooting guns. I'm looking at you know Michael, well, yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael King yeah, killed his true. freaking villains. <laughs> he stuffed a bomb in a guy's belt and, <laughs> and threw him down, down, down the subway. Yeah, yeah exactly. that was great. So, like like that guy's definitely not coming back. Batman is a killer in the Burton movies for sure. Like the only time Batman doesn't kill, he, he was Shazam. <laughs> Wait, I don't think he's never not killed. Like I think this is the only movie he's never killed. Never killed anybody because like Michael Keaton clearly kills people. Val Kilmer kills Two Face. Oh, that's right. Uh, remember, he well, throws he throws he, all he the coins. He drops the coin, yeah. Well, but he does it purposefully because he doesn't want Robin to kill him. So right. I'll do it. That's again, true. That's dumb, too. That's very dumb. I guess George Clooney doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. George Clooney was probably the, yeah, the most didn't. correct interpretation of Batman because <laughs> yeah, he just imprisoned so. Mr. Freeze and also yeah, and he helped him. appeals to his better and angels. And he, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which we established last week. So um, Bale, Bale kills people. Bale, yep. even though he's got one rule, he still like, I used to defend it, but it's hard to defend. He kills all the ninjas in Ra's al Ghul's house. He doesn't physically kill him, does he? Well, he lights it on fire. <laughs> he blows it up. Um, I can't remember that. I got to watch that when again he, Well, we'll watch it when we get to yeah. it. But like when he escapes the, the ninja lair, he's like, he throws the kindling onto the, onto the explosives and the whole place yeah. is blowing up. That's true, and he also um, save. doesn't save Ra's al Ghul, which is not he chooses a Batman, not to save him, which is not a Batman thing to do either. Like there was a whole plot line Wait, in the but, comics where he like excommunicates Azrael. What's sad is I, I because thought, because yeah. Azrael let a guy die, and he's like, "We're we're superheroes, we don't do that." And, That's right. Um, and of course, Affleck just murders people left and right. So, so there hasn't been a real accurate interview. other than George Clooney. Sure. Other <laughs> we than George Clooney. George Clooney. So George Clooney, best Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. By process of elimination, <laughs> George Clooney elim- was the best Batman. But uh, if I had a recast, I'm still sticking with Flamel. He's such a talented actor. Who? Lead actor of Vikings played oh, Ragnar. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I he's mean, a terrifying guy. Yeah. but he plays a goofy, lovable character too. He's got a new movie coming out. Uh, once you see it, I think that's going to be the, the hook, line, and Is sinker he a big for me. Dude? He's built. He's yeah. he's got the right height. He's not super tall. He's kind of right. in the middle. He's Wolverineish. That's true. Like tar- like Batman, Batman is never supposed to be tall. He's not. Yeah, that's the one thing about like Affleck and, and he could even use Army Hammer. Look taller. Like, yeah, six five is a little big to be Batman. Yeah, especially when you got the big horns. on But your I thought head. that would be such a great dynamic uh, if him if he plays Batman because he could be younger. He's got the piercing natural blue eyes, which intimidates the hell out of me. Uh, you know. The guy can just put on a mask and not even have to worry about whiting out his eyes because they're almost white. Mm. So he's got that. Plus, he's got such volume of talent and acting ability. He could play both the playboy and the serious bat as well. I mean, I don't literally know nothing about the character, the actor, because I've never watched Vikings. But I'll take. Your we'll have to watch a trailer after this. Yeah, I'll take. Go your check out his new movie. Uh, I'm still on the Army Hammer for Batman. I'm still part of the Bat Army until again. If if they if they've recast Superman and they cut ties with Henry Cavill, then Batman's up for grabs for me. But uh, if you keep Henry Cavill, I just want I want Batman and Superman in a movie together and make it a unofficial sequel to The Man from Uncle. That's the only thing well, I want. I I think that they could fix everything in the Flash movie, but I got well, did gonna you do it. did you hear about what's going on with the Flash movie now? Yeah, about like, him teaming up with the original writer. That's great. Well, Ezra Miller is is working with Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison's he, really good <laughs> because well, but the thing is they don't like the they want to make it serious though. Yeah, he wants a dark Flash movie, which I don't know about a dark Flash. We already movie. had da- dark Flash TV, but even then, well, like 
I guess. I like his humor level, though. So it's like, well, that's the thing. Is like, I'm surprised that Ezra Miller is like who played a goofy Barry Allen in Justice League is like a, a, we a need challenge. To have, Barry Allen. We I need like a that. dark Flash movie. Is like what? I don't know. A don't flash. Know. It would be a Flash it. in the Dark. Flash in the Dark. <laughs> hey, that's a Mr. song. Mr. Puncaster is back. Yes. Um, look at the animations on these explosions. They're great. This is straight and there's the, the real captain that he was impersonating. Oh, is that who the penguin was impersonating? Yeah. Come on, Batman. You got to be better than that. So Travis Fimmel, this new movie is called... Oh, and meanwhile, sorry, we haven't been paying attention to the movie. Uh, if, you, if you've if you been Steve following McQueen. Along, the rogues have uh, basically turned the entire United Nations to dust. Uh-huh. And they're carrying them around in vials inside the submarine. And then they're trying to sink it, too. Does Batman and Robin know that... The and they're color-coded based off the nations. <laughs> on their name. Uh, does Batman and Robin know that the UN are, like... <laughs> in, the, in there, probably not. Yeah, because otherwise they wouldn't be trying to sink the freaking submarine. Submarine. And what is he sinking it with? His... Uh, they're sh- are, are, are they shooting the... Is that... That's, oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's a bat weapon. I thought maybe that was the hydrator. like sonic sonic uh, explosions, even though it looks like a missile launcher. Yeah, taking on taking green, water. green water. What does that mean? Uh, cats do hate water. She cats. never takes a bath. Well, cats don't. They hate water. That's what cats do. Um, that, get, that goes into really like innuendo territory that we yeah. can't go further with that. Um, so, did you? Did are you serious that George Clooney is your favorite Batman? <laughs> my favorite Bruce. He's your favorite Bruce Wayne. Wayne, and that Batman would be the most accurate Batman. He's the most accurate, not your favorite Batman. Yeah, not my favorite. Batman. No, Keaton. Keaton. Keaton's still my Keaton favorite. Wins. Uh, I think Keaton's presence as Batman is the best. It, he has the best presence. He like can, he's got the best voice. And he's also got the best like neutral stare. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, for those of you listening on a podcast, out, uh, Adam Adam just, just did the uh, I'm Batman doing the neutral stare. stare. I'm Batman. Who has the do all of them say that? Like, I know Keaton clearly says, I'm Batman. Uh, Bale has the... Bale never says it. No, Bale says it. Does he? When he, when he takes um, Falcone out of the Oh, car, that's right. He's like, what are you? He says, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I don't think Val Kilmer says it. No. George Clooney doesn't. No, George Clooney says, hey, Freeze, I'm Batman. The only thing I can think Affleck of... Affleck never says it. Val Kilmer is such a talented guy, right? But the uh, only thing I can imagine him now is his kit from Knight Rider since he did the voice for Did he do the, the voice for, for the reboot of Knight Rider? Yeah. Did he? Val yeah, Kilmer? he was great. I don't know. Val Kilmer is Iceman. It's okay, Michael. Val Kilmer is Iceman. That's true. Um, from, from Top Gun. I can't. Uh, his, I mean, Batman Forever is fine. We'll get to it when we get to it. But, like, there's nothing that sticks out in his Batman to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but does Ben Affleck never once says, I'm Batman? Yeah, I don't think so. In Batman versus Superman or Justice League. Yeah, that's true, because he's already established. Oh, that there's he... the wham. We get the, oh, we, we got the wham back? We get the fi- finally get the iconic uh, title cards when they fight. Again, I think... I think it's with the costumes. Because they have to be Batman oh, Robin. There's a Biff. Uh, there's a double bat. <laughs> I would totally laugh if there was a Butanin in there somewhere. Um, it was a Zwap. There's a... <laughs> oh, multicolored Zwaps. Um, do, do, do. <laughs> Joker oh, sploosh. Joker doesn't explode when he hits the water. So no, there, no longer this is no longer. There's the green water, water though. I'm still wondering why it's. They were so worried about the green water. Is it nuclear and explosive? That's a, where is that? Oh, it's he still. I thought it's the, on the mass. I thought it was escaping. Like you the know, boat. is that the? Is that, I think that's a real sub. 
I don't think so. No, I think that's. We're talking about. Why are you throwing the cat? I don't. Poor cat. Catwoman's like throwing her cat. Catwoman would never. That's a real cat, cat. dude. They're totally choreographing this scene with the cat flailing and trying to get away. I feel terrible. I hope there's a thing at the end that says no animals are harmed because this cat is terrified. Got tormented. Um, There's multiple black cats in this. Hey, Goose from Captain Marvel was amazing. Yeah. Did you like Goose? Yeah, I loved Goose. Poor cat. We're not spoiling anything. Uh, yeah, Goose is great. I have a black cat, and I'm very upset by this scene right now. <laughs> it's like I just want. Oh, Batman. did he just whiplash himself? I just want Batman to put the cat. Oh, down. he totally hurt himself on that. Did you catch that? Oh God! He he caught his neck. Bon voyage, pussy. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a gif waiting to happen. I'm telling you, there's so many like porn. Hey, look at that! There's a but the the ropes on the the Riddler hit it right in his neck, and you saw it snap his neck backwards. I wonder if he hurt his head. Uh, maybe maybe that's why he's not the Riddler. Maybe that's why John like, Aston. No more of this. And John Aston's like, I'll I'll do it. Um, John Aston could not look more different from uh, Frank Gorshin either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, the Eartha Kit could look more. Oh, different. there's there's the the backdrop showing up with all of its lines. You know, <laughs> the the painted sky. <laughs> it's like the Truman Show. It is. It, it, oh, it is. It looks just like they're it. They're basically filming on the set of the Truman Show. I wonder if the Truman Show <laughs> because they're similar in the set. Ed Harris is going to come out any second now and be like, Batman. I love that everybody does a like lot. a perfect dive when they get shoved off. It's a beautiful cat. And she doesn't like her cat. I know. This is not cat. This is not. This is like how they make poison ivy a vegetarian, which makes no sense. What? You know, like yeah, every, every time you weird. like, I forget if it's like a cartoon. Like I remember seeing like they may, it might even be uh, um, Uma Thurman's. Like they make poison ivy a vegetarian. It's like, how if does that anything, work? Poison ivy would be a carnivore. And she would only she, eat dead things. She would never eat plants because for and her for, mask fell off for ivy to. Oh, this you're a terrible detective Bruce Wayne. Yes, Miss Kitka this whole time. I mean, literally her name is Kit Kat. <laughs> Kitty Cat. Her name is Miss Kitty Cat. But that's that's a heartbroken Batman. Uh he's he's hearing the music. He's This is not a bad performance by Adam West right now, honestly. I love that he's blinking sterile like Yeah. What do you think of the eyebrows that are painted on Adam West Batman mask? I, I noticed that they've changed shape twice. Through Have they? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the animated series. They they give a they give off his emotions. Um, it's like, he's staring right at the camera too. It's, it's like, little... don't worry, Robin. I will always have you. I don't know why you're like playing into this whole homophobic. I'm not. I actually don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, he's not alone. Like, like I get it. With bosom buddies. Cap and Bucky make sense in yeah. the movies, but I never got the whole Batman and Robin th- just because. You know, like Bruce is a father figure to Robin. That's right. You know, the whole like homophobic stuff with them just never made sense to me because, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe it does in Batman Forever a little bit because they're much closer in age. Right. But like Robin sees Batman as his dad. Yeah, that's supposed to be the way. Lover. Right. That's some well, crazy. That was some, that was some William Shatner ask acting right there. Where that, that was <laughs> he grabs the where he realizes that's the United Nations. Which one's the less of the others? Yeah, why is the little the blue one? Why is the pink one so big? And why, why is the blue? Yeah, one that's so what little? I was wondering. Are they just like is that like correlates to the size of the human? I don't know. Like the pink one's a big fat guy. Is it, is the it, one's a little skinny. Guy? It could be like more innuendo jokes. Uh, oh, since they're all men, there's and no women there. That's oh no what. Uh, oh! 
he dropped the United Nations. And he sneezed <laughs> on him. <laughs> no. Oh, that's amazing. Now they're definitely United in Nations. That's a that, that that's a great gag. Oh, and they're gonna and they go back to the laboratory. Super and separate molecular them. dust separator. This is this the is end a, of Avengers. This is amazing. <laughs> At the in Avengers Endgame, there must be the Batman, super molecular Batman shows dust up with the super molecular Robin. dust separator and brings them all back to life. Um, I love the bat scientist costume. Yeah, where's where's that action figure? I need that action figure of Batman in his uh, scientist jacket. They, got, they at least have to do it on the Legos. Maybe Lego Batman. There's not so too. much. Um, there was this whole influx of uh, Batman 66 merchandise. And now it's it's all, it's all gone. People don't care about Batman anymore. No. They keep changing him around. It's going to kind of keep going that way. Do you know how much money this movie made? No idea. Remember last time we we tried to find the box office information for That's right. Superman in the moment couldn't find it. I think it predated Is um, it the claw <laughs> from uh, from Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Gadget. That totally was. Um, so. This movie, the budget for Batman sixty six. What do you think it was? This one, two million dollars. One point five million dollars. Okay, close. And box office, ten million. One point seven million dollars. Oh. So it, it made literally them. made their money back. And yeah, they barely made their money back. Um, but I think I, they're, according to Fox record, this is from Wikipedia. I'm on the Wikipedia page. Uh, the film earned $3.9 million in rentals. Hmm. So I wonder if that means like... Yeah, post and after previous the, releases. Uh, theatrically, yeah. it did make a lot of money, but it made, it's made... Because you were talking before we started recording that you had a VHS of this. In the yeah, and it had some extra stuff on it. Um, if anybody has VHS copies of this from the eighties, let me know. Because again, th- this was released. This was produced and released by Fox, Twentieth Century Fox, iconic studio, um, not Warner Brothers. I don't know when. When did Warner Brothers eventually buy DC? Wow. Because I, I know Warner Brothers released Superman fully bought. Right. That was what. Um. So maybe this, you know, this predates Warner Brothers' involvement with. Oh, his bat gloves also have scientific gloves on there. <laughs> He's got science science bat gloves. Now there's an even amount of dust in each vial now. I so noticed they've done something to that. Well, it must have been a vial process. Oh God! <laughs> Holy stupid puns, Batman. Um, so 20th Century Fox released it. I mentioned earlier that there was a. One of the reasons that there wasn't a lot of Batman merchandise from the 60s was actually twofold. There was, the like we were saying, there was this embarrassment. Like, I think even Warner Brothers in D.C. was embarrassed by yeah. the 60s Batman for a long time. Especially, like, in the in the late 80s with the run-up to... Um, that's the president. Oh, that's the president. So that's, with his beagles. <laughs> so that would be... I guess that's Lyndon Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Because this is the mid-60s. It's, that's not... Uh, uh, so you had... Um, uh, you know, Kevin Smith talks about this all the time. Like, he loved the Batman '60s show as a kid, but as an adult, he was like, "That's not my Batman." You know, it's goofy. It's for kids. My Batman's right. dark and gritty. I mean, even Michael Uslan, yeah, the executive producer of all the Batman movies, he told That's me true. he says like he was embarrassed that this was representative of Batman, right, for a long time, and that's what prompted them to. I think people need to. Lighten up. Well, but that's kind of what prompted them. Wasn't that Heath Ledger's whole line? Why so serious? Why so serious? Um, But then, you know, I think part of it, though, is that 
you know, Batman has always been a dark character from his inception right. 80 years ago. Bob Kane and Bill Finger created him. And I think for because the mainstream perception of Batman was mm. colored by this interpretation. Right. That all they knew was like goofy, campy. That's right. That there was like a, you know, a backlash. I can see that. I think what we are, you know, and I think honestly the DCEU, the reason that they were so dark and gritty is that they were purposefully setting themselves up in opposition to Marvel. Right. You know, like we're going to do, we're going to go the opposite direction. We're going to be over dark, over serious. And I think there needs to be like the old, like why I think Aquaman works, why Wonder Woman works, Rasha Zam works. Because they're goofy. It well, it balances. Like it, yeah. we can be we can be serious without taking ourselves too seriously, and that you know, we can be James goofy Wan without is, being. I have, still haven't seen it, but I can tell it's amazing. Yeah, it's well. We'll get there. We'll get there next year again in two thousand twenty-seven. We won't may not watch be able Aquaman to wait that on the long. podcast. Um, well, hopefully you'll watch it before we get to it. So the water was too hard earlier. Yeah, it was hard water, and that's why they're using that's why, soft. That's water. why they turn into antimatter when you touch them for yes. some reason. So yeah, the science the science of this movie. Oh look, the the vials have gone back to the original sizes. <laughs> the science of this movie is pretty jacked up. <laughs> I guess anytime That's why you, everybody's looking so suspiciously. Anytime at it. you turn people into dust and rehydrate them, and they not only turn back into normal people but and, fully uh, clothed. I totally people. caught Adam West chewing bubblegum on that take. Was he really? Yeah. Uh, this is very. I can't believe this is this the, is suspenseful. Uh, <laughs> this is the climax of this movie. Uh, how would you? <laughs> they're still arguing. Like they forgot. Like they were in suspended animation when they were dust. Um, they did it, and Doctor Claus happy about it. Uh, what? How would you compare this to the uh, Superman in the Moment that we watched last episode? Oh, Superman in the Moment was so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rem- like coming back through this like. Other than the I have a bomb, I can't get rid of a bomb scene. Oh, now they're speak they're they're speaking the wrong languages. They messed up. The guy from the UK is speaking Russian, the guy from America is speaking Japanese. Although there was oh there's the Japanese ambassador. Is that the joke that the Japanese guy can speak English cuz that's kind of a messed up joke. That's pretty messed up, yeah. This yeah, this was racist. You yeah, you're well, like this isn't racist. This is totally Yeah, well racist. when you have the Nazi looking dude there. <laughs> Uh, speaking African language, they can't even like use a real language. The the closed captain says speaking African. Uh, I take it back. This is super racist, and I can't believe we're watching it. Um, but this is this that's the big joke. Is that that is uh, from Alfred Hitchcock? Is it? I don't know. Ah, oh, what's his name? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's a great what actor. His name is. Um, final thoughts on the. We're wrapping up, even though the movie has not wrapped Wait, up. Oh, yet. he even said that mixing up their languages may be the greatest single service they've ever done for humanity. There you go. Because all we need to do is be bilingual, and we're we're fine. They, now they're going to escape with their with their. And bad they're going to escape slowly before. Their job is finished, and our podcast is finished. Final thoughts on Batman the movie, Adam Podcaster. Uh, one to five. Historical, I give it a five. Entertainment wise. A two. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's it's, it's dragnet. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely got like a sixties vibe to it. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been wackier, even like it could have been. It could have been worse. It could have 
had pirates. Oh wait, oh, it did have pirates. Darn. Uh, are then now they're descending. That's a pretty cool shot. That's yeah, a great shot. I don't know actually how they did that. Oh, and it's the living end. What? What the heck so, does that mean? I don't know why. Can someone please explain to us? Because that apparently is a thing. The living end. What does that mean? So let's see. So, so Adam West, first building, Burt Ward, Lee Merriweather, Cesar Roman Burgessman, Frank Gorshin, Alan Napier, Neil Hamilton, Stafford Rep as Dick Crockett, Lake. Milton Did Frome. Anne Harriet have any like lines? <laughs> Didn't see it. Um, that's the movie. That's that was Batman the cast. The Where's the production? There's no credits whatsoever. <laughs> other wow. Than, okay. Well, I think that they had a pretty extensive opening credits sequence. Yeah. So I think that listed all of like the crew and stuff. Um, yeah. Best thing about the movie was that bat cycle. The bat cycle with the little mini sidecar that splits off. Yes, that because we totally cool. want that. I do want. that. We want to drive it around town. I want, the, and you know, like I said, the the vehicles. I love the flying umbrellas. Yeah, the flying umbrella with the Joker. Um, I just didn't like the fact that Joker had such few lines in this one. Yeah, the Joker was barely. I didn't realize that the Joker is barely in the movie. They were giving um, him. But issues. this also is talking about precedent that this movie sets up. It sets up having multiple villains in a Batman movie. Right. And wait, that's why it failed. Yeah. Like other than other than the original and calling him the a terrible force. Well, other than the original Batman, well, I mean the the 89 Batman, every Batman movie has multiple villains. Batman Returns right. has the Catwoman and Penguin. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever has Two-Face and Riddler. Mm-hmm. Batman and Robin has Poison Ivy, Bane and Mr. Freeze. Uh Batman Begins even has multiple villains. It's got Ra's al Ghul, it's got Carmine Falcone, it's got the Scarecrow. That's true. Dark Knight. Dark Knight only has one villain. Oh no, it has two. You know what? And, and I have to give that Batman Begins credit because I thought they could do a lot more of Falcone. Yeah. Well, it could. And they do. And they do put him up. in Gotham as a pretty predominant character, but yeah. it's just like I really like that character. Dark Knight Rises has Bane, Catwoman, and Talia. Uh, Batman vs Superman has Riddler. I'm oh, not Riddler. <laughs> I'm talking about has a, a, a Lex Luthor and right. Doomsday. <laughs> Hey, but let me, let's go back. Hey, who else is the bad guy? I, I, I got to ask this question. Batman. So how many times the city changed between the Nolan Batman films? It, the first movie was Chicago. But I'm saying like the Dark Knight the was Chicago. Well, because you yeah. know, it was it was very animated animated series for the first one. Right. The first movie was like Chicago with some like the futuristic uh, rail systems and yeah, stuff. It was Are those like, completely destroyed by the third film, I guess? Right. Well, cuz so production and we'll get to you know we're gonna, this is our preview yeah. of our Nolan movies, but like the first Batman Begins movie, it was like practical sets in Chicago, like kind of uh you know, blown out a little bit where you have like the some CGI, esque. some yeah. No, but you have like the narrows. It's like yeah. it's a little bit more atmospheric, a little not as realistic. You know, which was amazing. Dark Knight, straight up Chicago. It's like we're in a real city. There's no um, enhancements whatsoever. And the, and the whole scene in Hong Kong too. And well, yeah, there's that. But then Dark Knight Rises, it was like Pittsburgh and New York City. Like they don't even shoot in Chicago in Dark Knight Rises, right? Which is really weird because like they also don't mask the fact that they're in New York City, which is the most <laughs> recognizable city yeah, in the world. It's true. And it's like they're when they're when they're attacking Wall Street, it's like freaking Wall Street, you know. Uh, but then they're also in Pink, uh, Pittsburgh, so it's like this. It's weird. weird like with the whole football stadium is Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, and it's clearly Heinz Field because there's a giant sign that says Heinz Field. Um, so yeah, it's a little. At least they did have the Gotham Knights. Well, but I feel like Nolan kind of checked out for Dark Knight Rises. I don't think his heart was in it as much as True. the first two movies. Um, but yeah, that's the Nolan movies. We're still we're wrapping up Batman sixty six. I mean, overall, I. It makes sense that the first two episodes of this mini sub series on the films 
of DC Comics started off with Superman, the original DC superhero, the original superhero, and then Batman, probably the most popular DC superhero. And in terms of popularity, I know that Superman the Moment became the Avengers of Superman TV show. We can't underestimate or we can't overstate how Batmania in the 60s. Yeah. I mean, made Batman a pop culture icon. Yeah, it firmly established that. This is the reason that people our age today... Plus that red bat, you know. The, the red l- bat. I mean, everything is iconic. I mean, yeah. the merchandise, pop culture relevance. Like, we talked about earlier how by the second season, celebrities were like, let me be do a cameo on that show because it was so huge. Right. That's the thing about the bat. I mean, Batmania in the 60s was unlike anything you'd ever seen. I mean, the 80s Batmania is kind of That's reminiscent right. of it, but like that was the, the initial wave. Yeah, I don't even think the live action Marvel shows did that well, right? So No, nothing. I mean, there was nothing. There was Spider-Man as, in the 70s. There was a Spider-Man in the 70s, but nothing touches like how iconic, how transformative right. the Batman 60s. But you could say Captain America was as cheesy. Oh, for sure. Like the stuff was cheesy. The like, stuff was dumb, but like, like, the like there was something about this show, this, this take on yep. Batman that just touched a nerve. And like I mean, Adam West is like was iconic uh, in this role, and th- this this and the show was only on for three seasons, um, but but it lived on in syndication and reruns. I grew up on it. It was the, my first exposure to to Batman. And it was always fun. Yeah, I loved watching the show. What did you enjoy more, Popeye or Batman? Oh, Batman. Okay. I was bat. I mean, I was a Batman guy since right. birth, basically. Like I was totally into Batman. Um. Was it this Batman? It was this or Batman. Super Friends. It was this Batman and Super Friends. So, like, I my first memory of Batman might have been the cartoon. Like, in fact, um, I talked to, on the podcast about it with with Nick Lang. Like, Sweet Tooth, the Sweet Tooth episode of of right. uh, the Batman cartoon, which was voiced by Adam West. Right. Uh, was I still remember because we recorded it on a VHS of the Jackie Chan movie, The Fearless Hyena. Oh, that was one of my favorite movies. Of all <laughs> yeah. Time. So we like, we, we, the funny thing is we didn't record over the movie, but we record at, after the credits roll on Fearless Hyena. It was like two episodes of the, the, the super friends. Uh, so that was, that was the, my first memory of Batman. And then I w- would watch this like after school um, every day. And I mean, I'm a Batman guy today. Because are, are you saying we should do like Hong Kong cinema as our next podcast. I am sure, maybe. I don't know anything. I mean, here's the thing: is like I know nothing about really nothing. Fearless about. hyena. Oh I know some God. stuff. Anyway, but yeah, I don't. Fearless I don't hyena know. should spawn a whole Marvel or DC series. <laughs> it would, maybe. Uh, so yeah, so this has been uh, DC TV classics. Watching Batman the movie 1966. We've covered the 50s. We've covered the 60s. Next episode. We're moving on into the 70s, baby. Yeah, what are we doing next again? It's, the, it's Superman. All Christopher right. Reeves, Superman. Uh, We're going into the reverse. Yeah, oh. the Reeves-verse. Oh. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Until then, I've been Keith Chow. You can follow me on Twitter at the real Chow, the underscore real underscore Chow. Follow the Nerds of Color at the Nerds of Color. And all the podcasts in the Hard Knock Media family at hardknockmedia.com. Follow this show at DCTV Classics and on DCTVPodcast.com, including all of the other DCTV podcasts. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Adam, where can people find you? Find me everywhere at Adam Starcaster. Underscore. There's an underscore in your name. Doesn't matter. You'll find me. <laughs> uh, until next time, same pod time, same pod channel. Same pod football. <laughs> <laughs>